On today's show, we talk to Jamie about her June and July trip report. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 140. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today, my guest is Jamie, and we're going to talk to her about her super long trip to Disney World. Not just Disney World. She did Universal, uh, Disney World, and a Disney Cruise. So her trip in total, oh, and rented a house and stayed on the beach. Her trip in total was like four weeks long. So We didn't cover everything. We um, definitely did her park days and we did an overview of the ship. So we really covered a lot. Like she was, I got to say, really on point with um, going over everything that she did because we made it through a ton of information in a short amount of time. So um, let's see, we discuss Universal and Disney, casting spells, all that fun stuff at the Universal parks. Uh, We talk about Caribbean Beach Resort transportation, which is a little bit different at Caribbean Beach Resort. If you've um, stayed at one of the larger properties, Caribbean Beach being one of them, uh, she talked about using the Skyliner. Um, There are actually two Skyliner stops over there. So she discusses that, the Riviera stop, the Caribbean Beach Resort stop, um, the multiple bus stops. So a lot of uh, stuff like that. Um, She had some really great packing tips, just things that I was like, Oh, why didn't I think of that? Just, you know, as she was saying it, I was like, it's so obvious. So they had five people and they just did, you know, um, standard rooms really on their trip. So, uh, you know, fitting a lot of people and a lot of stuff, because like I said, 28 day trip. So it's a lot of luggage. They had food. They had a ton of stuff. So hearing her tips for um, staying organized and packing and unpacking, because on top of switching, you know, from Disney to Universal to a cruise, they stayed at multiple resorts. So we have Hard Rock Resort at Universal, Caribbean Beach Resort, and uh, Yacht Club at Disney, uh, and then the cruise. So some really, really uh, great, great tips. So um, just jam-packed with information. The end we discussed Disney Cruises and uh, compare them to some other cruise lines. So if you've been thinking about a Disney cruise, she gives a really great, honest review of Disney compared to some other cruise lines. So, okay, I'm going to stop spoiling everything and I will let Jamie take it away. Jamie, thank you so much for being on the show. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Okay. So you had a super long trip to Disney. So what were the dates that uh, you were at Disney World? So we left California on Sunday, June 12th, and we did three days at Universal. We had seven park days at Disney World, and then we left for a Disney cruise on June 25th that returned July 2nd. Okay, a lot, a lot to cover. So you flew from California. Are you a Disneyland person? We are. We live very close to Disneyland, so we are there quite often. Um, which kind of changes the way we do our parks when we are at Disney World. Oh, sure. I bet. We focus more on things that we don't have at Disneyland. Um, so like Magic Kingdom rides aren't as important to us um, because we find, you know, that we can do those here. So or, so that's why we do it a little differently. So we flew out on the 12th at um, 7 a.m. We actually chose to do it from San Diego. It's a direct flight. And um, our flight was delayed an hour. I had had getaway today 
um, was going to be our driver that picked us up. So I messaged them to let us know we were going to be an hour. They said that was fine. We landed um, in Orlando at, it was almost four o'clock. So it was a little stormy. Right away, as soon as we landed, the driver texted us, asked us where we were going to be and picked us up. Our luggage was like already there by the time we got down to the luggage area. That's amazing because typically these days, it feels like you wait forever at Orlando Airport just to pick up your luggage. So that's amazing that your bags were there by the time you got down. Yeah, we were very surprised. Um, I mean, everyone from our plane like had left. We used the restroom and by that time, I guess everybody had left. And so we grabbed our bags. And we were at the resort. We were staying at um, Hard Rock. So, you know, 20 minutes, whatever it took for us to get there. What was the shuttle service you used again? We used Getaway Today. Getaway Today. Is this like a private shuttle? How how does this, yes, how do they a work? Private, it's just a private car service. All right. So you stayed at Universal. So you stayed in Universal property at Hard Rock. And this is yes. one of their um, higher end hotels, correct? That is correct. I did it so that we could have the express pass. Um, also coming from Southern California, we're used to very mild weather. And so I knew my family was going to be whiny about the heat. Um, <laughs> so the, yeah, the express yeah. pass was a great way for us to hit as many rides as we could and kind of, you know, a little benefit for doing this Avoid in some July, whining. So, in June. Yes, exactly. No, that's for- like my goal in life is like, what can I do to avoid my husband and children from whining. And so right, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a recurring theme around here. Yeah. So. <laughs> I understand completely. So who was <laughs> traveling with you? How many people were in your group? So it was myself and then it was my husband. And then we have three kids. My oldest daughter is 16. I have a 14-year-old son and then a 12-year-old daughter. What did you guys think of the Hard Rock Hotel? I have not stayed at this hotel, and this is one of their nicer. And if you stay at one of the three high end hotels, like you said, you get the express pass included, so you get to skip the lines. What did you think of right. the hotel itself? Their their deluxe I hotel. Loved it. First of all, I find all their resorts, their hotels, beautifully done, and um, I like that it's very compact, and you can get from one to the other very easily. A hard rock was great. We absolutely loved it. Um, I thought that the staff at the hotel was wonderful. Anything we needed, we texted. Um, when you check in, they give you a number to text. We were, you know, answered right away with whatever we needed. So we really liked that. The room, I mean, we're five people crammed in a hotel room. So anything's going to feel small, <laughs> but you know, you know how it is. No, I get but it. They, yeah. had, <laughs> they had two sinks. Um, so that was nice. Like, you know, you could two people could at least brush their teeth at the same time getting ready. They had plenty of kind of wall space for storage. Um, their rooms, it's the two clean beds. So we had to call for a, um, uh, what do you call like it? Like a roll away? Um, the roll away. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The roll away bed so that my youngest could sleep on that. You're nice. I just make mine. I just make mine bunk <laughs> together. I'm like, here you guys go. Have fun sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> You're nicer you know than what? I when am. They were, <laughs> when they were little, probably. But I mean, my 16-year-old is like the same size as You're I You're right. Yeah, they get to an age. Son, so. Yeah, they get to yeah. age where you can't yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's fine. Like she, she's the one that kind of needs her own space. So it works out well. But it was still nice. We still had enough room to walk through because um, one thing I didn't mention, we have tons of luggage because our entire trip was almost a month. And we had like one suitcase that we weren't going to touch. It was just for the cruise. So we had a lot of bags. So they had plenty of room for us to stick our stuff everywhere, which was nice. Um, when we checked in, I had to go get the, um, tickets for everybody that were there at the desk and got my room key. 
And we all walked upstairs with, you know, all of our bags. We didn't have bell services help us. So we carried all our stuff up there and our room key didn't work. Um, so I was like, okay, you guys stay here. Cause you know, we were exhausted. We've been traveling. And I said, you guys stay here. And actually at this time it was at right after five and I had done club level for our room. So I told them that they could go eat at the club lounge there, the Royal lounge or something, whatever it was called. So they could get something to eat. And then I would go downstairs and figure out what was going on with the keys. So my husband and one kid went to go get food. The other two stood by the door. I went downstairs right away. They fixed our, um, you know, problem. They issued us new keys, which will come up later. So they gave us new room keys. And while they were doing that, the person at the front desk had called security to go open the room for them so that they weren't waiting for me to come all the way back up. So by the time I got up there, they were happy. They had eaten. The security had let them in. So they had put all the bags away. So it worked out really well. Oh, that's good. Now, tell me a little bit about club level. What's included if you do club level at the Universal (laughs) Resort? So they had breakfast items and it was hard boiled eggs, donuts, um, croissants, muffins. There was usually one sort of hot item. Like one day it was like a croissant with ham and cheese in it. So it had a little more, you know, substance that you could have if you wanted something like that. And then uh, cold cereal. I think they had um, uh, like granola, parfaits, all the drinks. They had a refrigerator in there so you could get sodas all day, waters all day that they were open. There was a few hours that they closed. And then at night, they had dinner and they would have um, some alcohol out front. I don't drink, but they had like wine and beer. And so, you know, you can. So they had actual well. like dinner in there. Yeah. My kids had, but one night it was like pot stickers, chicken on a stick. Like they had enough food that it could feed you. So like hot appetizers that you could, yeah. you could do, a di- you could like sub that as a dinner. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say, like, I don't know how many sticks of chicken my kids ate, but it was enough <laughs> that that was their dinner. I mean, we didn't need much later that day. So we got our money's worth. With the uh, club, all parents listening have been there where you're just like, yeah. oh, here's like a bowl of carbs. Here's some chicken. Right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You're good. <laughs> We've all been there. Do you remember? I, I don't know if you if you remember because um, you stayed at multiple hotels on this trip, what the price difference was to upgrade to club level. Do you remember? Was it a big price difference for a standard no. room versus club level? I will say Universal's club level was is minimal. I know it's Disney World seems to be a lot more to make that jump. I want to say the room difference was maybe $400, $450. It wasn't a significant amount. So, you know, to us, it was kind of worth it. And it was fun. And I it worked out, especially because I've traveled this before from California to Florida. And once you get there and you're late and you're tired, it was nice to have a place to go and eat immediately since we had you know, hadn't really eaten since. Yeah, and with five people in the room, four hundred, you know, dollars or give or take four hundred dollars. Yes. If you're eating breakfast there every day, and even just breakfast alone, five people, like if you're going out and paying for breakfast every morning, that could easily come out to close to that amount of money. So if you're also grabbing drinks, snacks, if you're drinking alcohol too, I think that will probably like if you know you're somebody who's gonna have a cocktail in the evening that price alone would probably make it worth that jump, it sounds like. Yeah. And then it was nice too. later in the evening, they had like dessert, I think it was an hour and a half, you could go in and get like cookies and milk. And so you know, it was was fun. The kids really enjoyed having that little, you know, treat at the end of the night. That sounds great. Yeah. 
I had done an Amazon order at home before we left to have it delivered this night. After they were done eating, we put all our stuff in the room. And then I had walked my husband and my oldest daughter, my younger two, could care less, but around the resort a little bit. And then at 6.30, I got a call from Amazon that the delivery was there. So I went to meet him in the lobby and he had already put all of our stuff on a cart and Bell Services was like ready to take it to our room for us. So I thought that was great. That is great. Yeah, we had like toiletries and little snacks and food and, and cases of water, things that obviously I couldn't take with us. And then after that, my husband and oldest daughter and I took the, we walked over to Portofino. He kind of wanted to see that hotel. And then we took the water taxi over to City Walk and then took the water taxi over to Sapphire Falls where I had stayed before. So I wanted him to kind of see where I was. We got a drink and then hurried back so that we could make it for the dessert time that night. <laughs> so. Okay. That was the end of our travel day, which was nice. Yeah, a long day. But I think you're right. It's nice having that the club level. It's nice to be able to like, okay, we can just kind of chill in the hotel room after a long day of travel, but have quick, easy access to food, drinks, snacks, stuff like that. It was it was nice. And my husband asked if we were doing this at the other hotels as well. And I said, no. So it's great now. <laughs> so it's You're, a little Sorry. Flirt. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your first park day then. So you've got three days at Universal. So we're starting out with Universal. Correct. And you get, not only do you get early park entry because you're at a Universal resort, so you can get into one of the parks early, um, one or both of the parks, depending on their schedule. And because you're at the higher end, their deluxe resort you get the express pass. So did you have any like touring plan in mind? Or were you just like, you know, we're good with this express pass? What was your thought for your three days at Universal? So my touring plan was really how are we going to ride Velocicoaster and Hagrid? Because those are really the only two that you cannot use the express pass for. Right. And thankfully, you had been at Universal a few days prior. And I watched your like Instagram stories and saw where you were in line for Hagrid's and the wait time. It wasn't pretty. Yeah. <laughs> right. So when we were in line at about 7.30 and I could see where we were and kind of compared it to where I had seen where you guys were in your Instagram stories, I thought, okay, there's, we're not doing hackers. Like that's not happening. So I said, let's just head to Velocicoaster. So as we're heading there, the team member said, oh, Hagrid's is down. So then, of course, you have all the people that were flooding to Hagrid's now turning and heading towards Velocicoaster. So but it was fine. I mean, we were on and off in, I think it was 16 minutes. So we did Velocicoaster, got that out of the way. So we've gone to Universal here in um, Hollywood in California. And so we have the Hogsmeade, I guess, is that what you call it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, Hogsmeade. I'm sorry. We're not Harry Potter people. Yeah, okay. So like, yeah, the one in <laughs> the one Universal Studios Hollywood in California only has Hogsmeade. It doesn't have Diagon Alley. Right. So we had done those couple of rides, obviously, other than Hagrid. And so we spent more time. My daughter brought her wand with her, and we tried to do the little spells, which we were terrible at. <laughs> Um, we were just having such a hard time. I mean, I would get one and I'd cheer like, you know, as if like I'd won something. (laughs) And the the team members were great. Like they tried to help it. It was just very difficult. I don't know. We had a really difficult time. So we grabbed a frozen butter beer and waited because at that point, the park hours hadn't opened. So you can't really go anywhere else in the park other than the Hogsmeade area. Yeah, it's Wizarding World. And um, currently it's Velocicoaster. I don't know if it's going to stay that way, but the early park entry is Wizarding World. Plus right. Velocicoaster. So, right. So as soon as it hit nine o'clock, we walked off and then we did the river ride because we were already hot. The Jurassic River ride. 
And then we walked on using our express pass. And we walked right on using the express pass doing King Kong. Then we thought the girls were going to go do that free fall. But they ended up walking into Spider-Man. I realized I had told them to go into the wrong area. Because my <laughs> son was not going to do free fall. Those are so very different rides. Like, yeah. They're like, that was not what you thought it was. I said, no, I figured that out after you already went in. But it was too late for us to join you. So we're fine. So then they did the free fall. And then um, they rode Hulk. And then it was 1030 and they were all hot and tired. So we were like, okay, we're done. We'll go back to the resort. And when I was trying to buy the butterbeer, I tried to use the room key and it wouldn't work. And then I realized because they had issued us new room keys, they hadn't transferred over the charging privileges. So when we got back to the hotel, I went to the front desk, had that fixed. And my husband and older daughter went to swim and the younger two kind of just chilled out in the hotel room. How weird that it wouldn't transfer your like credit card information to charge to your room. That's very strange. I had a similar issue and I was like, I don't understand how like my, my name is printed on the card because that's what they do at Universal. They print like your, your name on your card. I can get into my room. So how is it I can't charge something? It's, I don't know how their system works, but I had a similar issue. It's very strange. And it took her two seconds. She went click, 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 and then, okay, you're done. You're fine. And I was like, okay, thank you. So I don't know. It was very odd. But you know what? They were so good. I have to say the staff at the hotel was great. Um, After our rest, and we had a a lunch reservation at 1 o'clock at Tucson. So we walked back over, ate, and then went back, let the kids swim a little bit. And then my husband and I actually went to Disney Springs to meet a couple of people that he worked with that happened to be at Disney World. So we fed the kids from the um, club level lounge there. And then we went over and ate at the boathouse, went and got some cookies at Gideon's and then took a lift back to Hard Rock. And that was the end of that one. You managed to eat at like all the best places. Okay, so let's backtrack <laughs> to Tooth some really quick um, because that's yes. <laughs> such a cool restaurant. And if you're not familiar, I'll have to put like a photo of it in the show notes because it's such a cool, weird restaurant. So tell us a little bit about the meal at Toothsome at uh, Universal City Walk. So the app, I've eaten there before and the appetizers were great. I loved, I had a Reuben sandwich and it was fine. My girls said theirs was like so-so, but they did order a milkshake and that was good. I can't remember what my husband and son had, but you know, it was like the kids said the meal was fine. It wasn't their favorite. I just, I think it was what we ordered. Um, like my daughter ordered this risotto that I told her she probably would like, but it had truffle oil in it and it was just too strong for her. So she probably should have just gotten something oh, else. So but, she blamed you, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you. Yeah, I said, well, I'll eat it. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. And so it's like um, Toothsome. It's the the Chocolate Emporium, I believe, is like the full name. So it's all like dessert based, and you can just go in there and buy sweets as well, and like you said, milkshakes, things like that. And they are huge. And my husband wanted, they had like an apple pie milkshake. And he said, well, I don't want a whole giant milkshake. I just want a slice of apple pie. And the waiter was like, oh, we do that all the time. I can bring it to you. Do you want ice cream on it? No? Okay, great. So they they were great. And then the Boathouse. The Boathouse is a great restaurant at Disney Springs. So good. We really enjoyed that meal. It was nice to just kind of have some, you know, adult time. And, and I think we were at dinner for two and a half hours. Like we were there a really long time. So it was nice. Was it uh, crowded at Disney Springs? You know, it wasn't too bad where the, you know, the, the Lyft and Uber area kind of drops you off off to the side. And so we were a little discombobulated because normally we get off on the buses. So we kind of made our way back over there and it wasn't too bad. I feel like 
every time we're there, it's pretty crowded. So I'm kind of just used to. Used <laughs> yeah, to that's <laughs> that is the I've Disney Springs way. <laughs> you had so you had dinner with friends at Disney Springs. The kids just kind of ate in the clubhouse level. Did you go back to the parks in the evening, or were you just kind of calling it a night since you had Express Pass and actually accomplished quite a bit? So it, like I know. It, feels like we didn't do a lot, but we did enough. My kids and my husband all say that I sort of like overplay and like I want to do a lot. So I was really making a very conscious effort on this trip to be more relaxed, go with the flow. And when they got hot and tired, we were done. And I'm not pushing people. So that was kind of my goal, which I'm hoping I accomplished because they seemed fine. Yeah, I agree. That's <laughs> nobody no complained. That's the way to do it. You can you can't push too hard. Otherwise, it's not yeah. it's not fun if you push too hard. Especially with the weather being so hot, you know, it makes it more difficult because we get to a point where we're just, you know, we're done at the day. It's just it's too much. I I get so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so our next day we were doing Volcano Bay. So we didn't have to wake up super early. We grabbed breakfast in the club lounge and then we went to get the bus. Okay, talk about the bus. This was the the thing I, I like. We had a great time at Volcano Bay, but I will say I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if I wasn't staying at the hotel that had a private entrance, if I had yeah. had to take the bus over, um, like in a bathing suit and stuff. So talk a little bit about getting from the hotel to Volcano Bay. So it, this was probably the worst, I would say, bus experience as far as having to wait because you weren't really sure when it was going to come. There wasn't like a sign. Um, you didn't know when the first one had come. So they, you know, there was another group waiting with us. We kind of walked out the main entrance of the hotel and down a little pathway. And so we got the bus and then realized there were already people on it. So we shared with Portofino. So it does like a drop off of Portofino and then Hard Rock. But it is kind of a long drive over to Volcano Bay. I mean, it's not that long, but the where it has to go, there are uh, like uh, office buildings. I don't know. They were doing some kind of a conference. So when we were leaving, we probably sat parked for almost 15 minutes while all these people walked back and forth between the buildings. So it was just sort of an odd way to have the buses go where you can't actually continue to drive. And we're just sitting on the bus waiting for, you That know. is odd. <laughs> it was very odd. I was like, maybe the people will stop and let the bus go. But no, they didn't. They just kept going back and forth from their conference. So it was very odd. And I very believe odd. even if you, uh, and I know you guys, you know, flew, but I believe even if you like drive, you have to park in the parking garage and take a bus yeah. anyway to Volcano Bay. Like there's no like, okay, right. I'm just going to drive to Volcano Bay's parking lot and do it that way. Um, no matter what, you have to take a bus. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and in a bathing suit, that's not like always my favorite thing. So, <laughs> well, and some people cover up more than others on this, you know. So yeah. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. No, in the Florida heat, there are definitely there are levels and nobody judges anybody because you're like, it's 300 degrees. Just wear what you're going to wear. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. A man asked the driver, he was like, do I have to put a shirt on? The driver was like, no, you're fine as long as you have shoes. So, I mean, they're, you know, it's kind of funny, but um, <laughs> so the park opened at 10, but we could still get in early, like 30 minutes early because uh, we were staying on site. So we managed to get in at 9.54. My daughter and my husband, my oldest daughter, my husband kept having issues the three days we were there with their fingerprints getting through. I don't know. There was some problem there. So they let us all in and then we took off and found some shady chairs and then like, you know, 10 o'clock hit and they opened it up for everybody else to kind of like run through basically. 
so this was our first time at Volcano Bay. We had the Tapu Tapu. My husband had set his credit card into it the night before, but we really didn't know what to do. So my daughter, my oldest and I took off to go ride some rides and my husband went to go get towels because we didn't want to bring them with us and set everything up. So she and I took off to this raft ride. And so we walked over there and there was no wait, but maybe 10 minutes. And we said, oh, can we just go wait in line? They go, oh no, you have to tap in. And then wait until the 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, okay. So we tapped in. I think it said 15 minute wait. So we went to the lazy river. It dinged. And then we went to go ride the ride. So it took us a little bit to figure out where we were just in the park in general. And then how to use the whole tapu tapu thing. But once we figured it out, it was fine. We're not big water park people. We like the lazy river and they like the wave pool. So that's pretty much that's what us. we did all day. <laughs> that's yeah. us too. Yeah, we really didn't do slides. We were like lazy river and wave yeah. pool. Yeah, we were the same way when we went. So when you okay, yeah. so when you did go on the rides though and you used Tapu Tapu. So for anybody who isn't familiar, there's no like regular standby queue for the water slides. You tap in and then it alerts you when it's time to go and get on the ride. Um did you find that to be convenient or would you have just preferred to like wait the 10 minutes rather than go find something else to do and then go back? You know, to us, it was fine. I don't mind because we were able to do something else. So I like that. I like that aspect of it. You can also charge with it. The only problem was when we went to use it to buy, I think the first time I was buying some drinks, I tapped it and she, the team member said, now, just so you know, sometimes banks will flag this as a fraud charge. So make sure you, you know, call, you might want to call and clear it with your bank. And I thought, okay, well, it's a credit card. So I went in and checked my email later. And I saw that, you know, my credit card company had sent me the alert. And so I cleared it. And I said, No, it's fine. It wasn't a fraudulent charge. Well, then later, when I went to buy food, I didn't think about this. So I didn't check my email after that. The third time I went to go purchase something, it wouldn't let me then I remembered it's because I hadn't cleared it the second time. So she said that this is an issue with the Tapu Tapu. So just if you know you're going to be there, you might want to let your bank know ahead of time so that they allow you to charge if that's what you're going to use. That's a good tip. Yeah, we didn't pay that way when we were there. So I did not run into that. But that's a really good I've had that had like a similar situation happening. It's really frustrating. Because <laughs> yeah. then if you ignore it, some banks will even like freeze your card until you call and then you have to be on the phone with them. So that's, right. Yeah, and that's so something we want to we're avoid. We're standing there with like ices and popcorn, and I'm like telling my daughter, like, run, go back to your dad and go get the credit card. <laughs> right. We're like standing here with all this stuff we can't pay for. You know, it's it's convenient to have. You know, I we just should have. I should have called when she told me to. Um, and it was actually the same team member when I went back the next time, and I told her, you know, I should have listened to you and actually called <laughs> instead of just clearing it. So they were very sweet, though, very helpful. Well, you know, I'm guessing it happens all the time if she told you immediately. That's probably like a nonstop yeah. issue for this poor team member. When I was standing there waiting for the, my husband's credit card, there was another woman who had come up and the team member, when she walked away, said she's been up here four times trying to like figure this out. So it's obviously an issue. Ugh. So about 1.30, we took off. We went back to the hotel and showered. We had dinner at Antojitos at four o'clock. So it was sort of an early dinner. And so we got ready, had dinner, and the dinner, it was fine. The kids said it was okay. Um, it, you know. <laughs> Your kids are a tough, tough customer. You know, my my mother-in-law, you know, they're Hispanic. And so they always compare all of 
you know, they when they eat Mexican food, they like compare it to. It's not like grandmas, and I was like, it's oh, never going to be. That's so. oh, this, that's my husband <laughs> High too. Standard. My husband's yeah. also Hispanic and grew up with Mexican food, and so whenever we mm-hmm. go anywhere, he's like, mm, mm, no, no, yeah, it's. He's the yeah. exact same way. That's I haven't yeah, eaten there, but that building is beautiful. Every time I walk by, I'm like, we should eat there. <laughs> that building is so you cool. Know, my food was fine. Again, it depends. Like my my son ordered enchiladas, so he wants them to taste like the enchiladas that he's used to, and they don't. But it was fine. I mean, the food was, the food was fine. It wasn't terrible. My kids are just super picky. But. I'm assuming Americanized <laughs> version of Mexican yeah, food. Yeah, it's a, it's a little fancier. They like the more traditional. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. Of, yeah. So. So then after that, we uh, went over to uh, the Universal Studios side. And again, my husband and daughter had issues scanning in. It was starting to really get to my husband at this point. So it was an issue with the fingerprint? Their finger. And, you know, they keep asking, are you sure this is the same finger? Right. And he was like, yes, I am sure it's the same finger. I don't know why they just can't reset it or rescan your finger. But he, they kept saying, well, when did you, when did you scan in today? He's like, well, I haven't scanned in. I haven't been here. But what they wanted him to say was, I was at Volcano Bay and I scanned in at 10 a.m. Like oh. They wanted to know exactly the time you'd scanned in to make sure it was you. Right, not. right. So so you that know. he was giving the wrong answer and that didn't help. <laughs> Apparently. So then I'm there going, no, 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 we were here today. It was a thing. But it was still pretty warm at this point. So we went and did the uh, Born Stuntacular show, whatever that one's called. Yeah, yeah. We did the E.T. Born Spunta- what did you think of the Born show? That's a newish show. I liked it. I enjoyed it. My kids really enjoyed it. We really liked that yeah, one. Um, yeah. Even though you, it's a long wait, like, but I didn't really pay attention to what time the next show started. So we were kind of in there a long time, but it was fine. I told them it's better to stand out here than in the sun. So they were fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we did ET and Men in Black. And then the, um, it was seven o'clock. My girls wanted to go ride a uh, Rip Ride Rocket. So we took off over there. My son does not do roller coasters and stuff. So the girls wanted to go do it. And I said, well, tell me how jerky it is because I wanted to write it, but I don't want to hurt myself. And so they got right, off. They were like, right. no, no, you don't, don't do it. Mom. Don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I was like, all right, good to know. So then I said, well, if we want to ride Hagrid, we should go and get in line now. Because even if we have to wait, the sun is setting. So I would rather wait while it's cooler versus standing out in the straight sun. So we took off and went over to Islands of Adventure. The posted wait time was 90 minutes. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, and I was hoping it would be a little shorter than that. Um, Ended up, we waited 63 minutes to get on the ride. Yeah, and since we were a group of five, they'd asked a single rider to hop in with us. And I asked her, how long did you wait at the single rider line? She said 55 minutes. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's a long, I mean, might as well wait in the regular They line, make it very clear. Now, typically single rider's faster, but they make it very clear that like, there's no guarantee that you will get on the ride any faster if you do single rider. Oftentimes yeah, you do, no. but it's they it is not guaranteed, and they will tell you over and over and over again when you're in those lines. Yes, it was a very long line for single rider. So I, anyway, the kids, everybody loved the ride, so I was glad we did it um, in the evening because I think that was much better. And then that was the last thing we did, and we went back to the resort. Oh, great, great. Um, and I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you didn't waste your time your first day in the morning <laughs> with that ride because I made that mistake oh. and it did not work out well for me. Were you using anything like, um, you know, in the app, you can check, you know, you can be notified if a wait time drops at any point. Like, were you utilizing that at all or not so much just because you had the express pass? I didn't, I didn't have it set. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't set it. I just occasionally would look at the wait time for Hagrid. Um, 
just to kind of see where it was at. And then I had really, after seeing how long you guys had waited in the morning, thought if we're going to wait, I'll just do it when the sun sets. So I didn't really care how long we waited. I knew the kids would enjoy it. Um, and they said it was worth waiting, you know, standing there for an hour because um, my kids are not standers. Yeah, I think an, yeah. I think that's worth an hour wait. One hundred percent that ride. If you've never been on it, I would I would wait even the ninety minutes for that one. And I don't yeah, like waiting in lines at all. <laughs> so, so that's saying yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it's a great ride. Did you have any evening plans? I know you already you had an early dinner, or are you guys just kind of chilling over at Hard Rock downstairs at Hard Rock by the pool, they have like a little quick service. So we went in there and grabbed a pizza and then the kids ate a little bit of pizza. And my husband and I packed up because we were checking out the next day. Yes, you're doing a split stay and like a split, split, split stay because you've got multiple resorts. So I will say when we packed, and this is the first time I've used packing cubes, which were great, but I had a carry-on with all of our universal clothes. So we didn't have to get into any other, you know, suitcases to dig through clothes. So we had one That's carry-on. So smart. Oh, all for universal. I wish so. I had thought to do that. Have one bag. Because for, for me, our last trip, we did a split stay. For me, the worst part, and really it was only me because nobody else in like my family is going to bother with like packing and unpacking. I like to right. unpack stuff. I put stuff in the drawer. Like I take everybody's clothes out and I put them in the drawers. I hang stuff up. I put stuff away. But then you have to pack everything back up when you switch hotels. And so then it's yeah. like, all right, the smelly clothes and the clean clothes. Having just instead of splitting up like here's the kid's suitcase and the adult suitcase, splitting it up here's this hotel suitcase. Here's the first right. half of our trip, the second half of our trip. I think that's genius. I wish that I had thought of that. <laughs> so <laughs> that is excellent. Where I was trying. I was trying to be organized. No, that's good. Um, that's good. So then we woke up the next morning. We called Bell Services. They came and grabbed two carts to get all of our luggage. I think we had like 22 bags at this point with everything, you know, all the food that we had ordered and stuff oh like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was a lot. So we didn't actually leave until I think it was 10, 1030 that morning. Um, and we could definitely feel a difference in the heat versus the other days when we had left, you know, 730, like our first park day. So the kids were already kind of like whiny as we left going, oh, it's really hot. So this day, though, we were starting at the universal side using our express pass and just sort of hitting all the rides that we hadn't done before. So we did Transformers, Fast and the Furious. We went over to Diagon Alley. We rode Gringotts, which the kids enjoyed. We tried doing the wand again. Again, we were like utter failures with this. So <laughs> we were like, whatever. I'm like, I've given up. I'm not. Some are, e- I will say some are easier than others. There's one, um, it's the Reparo spell where you're, you're um, putting back together a suit of armor. Like it's all in pieces and it mm-hmm. like comes back together and like stands up. That one, it, you barely have to move your wand and the things. So like some of them, I don't know if it's just like the movements or if there is like, you know, an easy setting or something. But some of them will, it's like instant and they'll work. Other ones, I'm like, I am doing this correctly. Why isn't this working? I, so. There were a line of little kids and I felt so bad because they were trying and trying and trying and their moms were like, okay, move out of the way. And I was like, it's okay. Like we can't get it to work either. So maybe your kid can do it. We can at least see what's going to happen. Right. Um, right. It, was just, it was a struggle. So. My favorite's when like the kids show me up <laughs> when I'm trying to do it. And then like a five-year-old comes over and does it and, you know, first try. <laughs> We, yeah, we still had a good time. It was really, the, the kids enjoyed seeing the dragon and, you know, breathe fire and all of that. And so it was kind of fun to see a different part of the Harry Potter stuff. So then we went to um, 
Richter's and grabbed a little bit to eat and then rode the Jimmy Fallon. And then the kids were done. We They had talked about walking back over. So when we were there, the um, Hogwarts Express was down, right? which is kind of a bummer. But again, we're not big Harry Potter people, so my kids weren't disappointed by it. But it does sort of I mean, we having the express pass, we were hoping to be able to ride it over. And so they just didn't feel like walking out of the park and walking all the way back to the other park to ride Velocicoaster. So um, we decided just to leave and walk back to Hard Rock. We turned our um, room keys into guitar picks. So if you go up to the front desk, they'll ask you which part of the key you want, and they'll punch it into um Oh, that's guitar so pick. cool. That, I didn't know yeah, they did that. not that play. <laughs> we don't play the guitar, but we thought it was really Still, cool. Still, that's a fun souvenir. souvenir. That's really cool. Cute. I had no yeah. idea they did that. Um, okay, so what? do you remember what time this was? So this was about 2.30. You've, you're checked out of your hotel. It's really, really hot. Everybody's a little crabby. Is your yes. room at your Disney resort ready yet? Because there's nothing worse than switching and you're like, well, we can't, we got to wait. <laughs> No, it's not ready, but I'll tell you why I did not care. Um, <laughs> okay. Because I wanted to go and request a certain building. So at three o'clock, I called an Uber XL and a Lyft XL. They both came right away and we put all of our bags in it. We needed two cars to get all of our stuff to Caribbean <laughs> Beach. <laughs> so my husband was like, they're not going to fit, but they did. So we split the kids, split ourselves, and then took off. When we got to Caribbean Beach, they started unloading my husband's car and the bell services said, oh, your room's not ready yet. And I thought, okay, oh no, does he know what our room is? Because um, I was really hoping the room wasn't going to be ready. I wanted to be in the Aruba section closest to the Riviera uh, Skyliner. And so I very sweetly went over to the front desk and asked, you know, if we could be in the Aruba section. He said, oh, you already are. Just your room is not ready. And I said, do you know what building? Because I would love, if it's possible, to be in building I think 55 or 56. Those are the closest. And he said, well, right now I have you in 52, but let me call and see. And I was like, okay, great. You know, fine. So he calls and said, um, I can move you to building 55, but I'm going to have to change your view. It won't be a very nice view. It'll be kind of on the backside. And I was like, well, that's fine because I didn't request, I just requested a standard room. I didn't request any kind of nice view. And so he said, we'll credit you $166. And then actually your room is already ready. And oh, I said, wow. okay, great. So they <laughs> downgraded your room. That's interesting. That's if you didn't request it. Hmm. Okay. I, because I specifically <laughs> did not at our next hotel, I did request a better view. This one, I said just the standard room because I knew the Aruba building was so far. They have a lot of standard rooms because it's not close to Port Royal, which it's is the such main a part. spread out. It's beautiful resort, but it's so spread out, so so yes. spread out. So yeah, doing your homework and knowing where you want, to, like what do you want to be close to, so that was right. smart that you knew even like the building number that you yeah. wanted to be yeah. in, so you could request that. that was a a little neurotic about it because he said, well, I can put you next to the other Skyliner station. But after walking around over there, I thought, no, I'm glad we, we weren't over there because we use the Riviera quite a bit, actually, as like a you know place to go and eat. And so anyway, while I was doing all this, so my husband had sat with the kids to go get um, something to eat. And so they were eating. So he said, your room is ready. So just go tell Bell Services. I said, OK, I'm thinking Bell Services is going to deliver our luggage. So I walked over and Bell Services said, OK, come with me. And he walked walks me to this van and my son was sitting next to me and he was like okay I'll drive you and all your stuff over so I told my son 
run back in there and tell them to like finish cleaning up and let's go. They're, they're going to drive us over to <laughs> our building. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. It was so nice. So, you know, they drove us all the way around, got all of our stuff off. And then and the room was great. I have to say, this was a great resort. It was a little bit smaller than our room at Hard Rock. But, and, you know, there's not a roll away. There's that pull down bed for my youngest. So every, it was great. It was great for five people. Uh, it was a very nice resort. We, we enjoyed it. The walk from our room to the main building was kind of long, but I usually made that walk early in the morning if we were getting breakfast or coffee. So it wasn't, you know, terrible or anything. I, I don't mind walking, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I guess it really it would, you know, do, do you need to go to the main building every day is probably also something you'd want to ask yourself, you know, when you're trying yeah. to pick a room. Right. And there was a another pool really close to our building that you could use if you didn't want to use the main pool. So, you know, the kids could still swim in that building as well. And um, multiple bus stops as well. Yes, yes. And our bus stop, you walked out our door and we just walked straight in there with the bus stop. So it was very convenient to the bus stop, very convenient to the Skyliner and convenient to the Riviera when we wanted something to eat. We can even go there a little bit faster. So it was great. I'm glad they were able to accommodate your room request. And I... I went in there saying whatever it is, it's fine. But, you know, I was very sweet about it and, and they were able to do it. So that was nice. And what's funny is he handed me the key, uh, key to the world card and said you could use this because our, um, our magic bands were packed up in our suitcase. So he gave us that so we could get into our room because I hadn't dug all that stuff out yet. So we walked over the room and we kind of walked out to see the beachy part, how close we were to the, the Skyliner. And my youngest said, hey, can we go for a ride? And I said, sure. So we hopped, she and I hopped on the Skyliner, went over to Art of Animation, got some refillable cups, filled them up with some drinks. Then we walked over and looked around that hotel. So cute. Um, Walked across to Pop Century where I had stayed before. She wanted to see it. And then we hopped back on the Skyliner because it was starting to get a little dark. And I thought, I don't want this thing to not run. (laughs) So we can't get back to our resource. (laughs) So keep an eye on the weather. I think that was the day I lost my car key too. You may have seen me lying on the ground looking for my car key. The Pop Century parking lot. (laughs) I could not imagine. Oh, fun times. Because we were going to be at Caribbean Beach for seven nights, we unpacked a little bit more. I used the drawers that were underneath the pull-down bed to put some of the kids' packing cubes in there, which was kind of a pain in the morning because my daughter had to get out of bed so I could put the bed back so we could get into the stuff. But Mm, it was fine. Yeah, I had an over-the-door clear like shoe organizer that I put some toiletries and stuff in. So that was great. In fact, the lady that came to clean the room told my husband, that is so nice. I've never seen that before. How organized. I yeah. am so loving your your little travel tips here. I'm taking notes for myself on these little travel tips. I love it. And then in the closet, we had one of those like hanging kind of multiple shelves. And so I was able to put some of the kids' clothes in there as well that didn't fit in the drawers. Yeah, because five the, people you know, in one room, That's and when lot. you have that fold-down <laughs> bed, like you are really tight on space. And so... Yeah. Yeah, try to put stuff in yeah. drawers or even if you're trying to just work out of your suitcase, like where do you put your suitcase? It's, yeah, well, that's, you're tight, tight, tight on space. We could put some, I think, like in the corner where my son slept against where the, you open the door. There's a really big wide space there. So we were able to stack most of the suitcases there, which was nice, but it was mm, tight for good. sure. Okay. Um, so you got settled in Caribbean Beach. Did you have any plans this first evening so we wanted to go to Earl of Sandwich at Disney Springs because they closed it at Disneyland and my kids were very sad about that. So my um, husband, daughter, and I walked over to the Riviera and got 
and Uber because the bus wasn't coming. I looked on the schedule for the bus. It wasn't going to come for like, I think it was like 30 minutes or something. And so we were like, oh, we'll just run over, walk over to the Riviera, get an Uber and take it to Disney Springs. We were there. We grabbed our food. We ate it. And I brought two sandwiches back for the other kids. And they were very excited. That was sweet of that you. Was, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't push my, like my kids are old enough. They can stay in a hotel room by themselves. Right. Otherwise, yep. obviously, I would take my children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are old enough. <laughs> and so that night, my husband and I went to go find the laundry room because I had told my family I was not doing laundry on this trip, which was a big lie. I've done more laundry on this trip than I have at home <laughs> because it was so hot. My son was like showering three times a day. You know, at least your son showers because when it's hot, I still have to remind my teenager <laughs> to shower. Yeah. So I had another woman tell me something similar. She was like, just be glad he wants yeah. to. And I was like, oh, Okay. Okay. Yep. But anyway, so he went through more clothes than I had expected him to go through. It took us a minute to find the laundry room. Some really sweet older man helped us because um, we were completely lost, even though I had the map in front of me. But it's where the pool is. There's a little building right behind the pool. So you had to like walk. I walked through the pool gate and then there was the laundry room. Yeah, that's often where the laundry rooms are. They're typically over by the pools. Yeah, I've never done laundry. <laughs> At Disney, so that was good. So I used LaundryView.com so you could see when your machines were done. And so that was really helpful. But one thing I noticed was this was like a hop-in laundry room. Everybody was in there doing laundry at 10 o'clock at night. What was funny is on LaundryView... Every other building, like, you know, the Jamaica building, they were completely empty. It was only the Aruba building <laughs> that it was like packed in there. It was so funny. Weird. So it was very weird. But anyway, funny. we did some laundry. And then at this point, it was like midnight. So I went ahead and bought Genie Plus for the next day. We were going to be at Magic Kingdom. And then I set up my top rides for my tip board. Okay. So this was on, this is the 16th Magic Kingdom then. So what yes. are you setting up for your top priority rides? So I set Seven Dwarfs and Space Mountain. So we kind of did, uh, this is going to sound terrible, but I prefer the rides at Disneyland over the ones at Magic Kingdom. So there are certain rides I won't do at Magic Kingdom just because they're a little rougher than the Disneyland version. And Space Mountain is one of those. Okay, not terrible at all. I I get it. (laughs) I did not want to (laughs) ride. So my girls said they wanted to do Space Mountain and my son well, he didn't, I didn't really, he's like, whatever, whatever you want to do, mom, I don't care. So I said, well, let's go do Seven Dwarfs because I think that's so cute. We don't have that in California. So the girls went to go rope drop Space Mountain. We went to go rope drop um, Seven Dwarfs. And we were there fairly early. There was only a small group in front of us. And I think the girls said there were only 12 people in front of them in line once they kind of like let them go. So it was 824 that they let the line go. So it was a little bit before 830. The early park, the 30 minute early entry. Right. So they, they let everybody go a few minutes before. It took me a second to figure out where the line was for Seven Dwarfs because I'd never rope dropped it before. So we got in that line and we get all the way up to the front and then the ride breaks down. Oh, no. It's like Hagrid's all over again. So I was like, okay, well, we're just going to wait it out. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, we were literally like about for them to say how many people are in your party. So we were so close. And the girls, meanwhile, are texting me. We just got off Space Mountain. Now we're riding the People Mover. We're going to go watch the welcome show at the castle. I was like, okay, we're just standing here. <laughs> so they're knocking everything out while you're standing there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so while we were standing there, I went ahead and ordered breakfast from Friar Nook. And I told the girls, as soon as you guys are done doing all your stuff and we get off the ride, we'll go ahead and meet there. And at seven, I had bought seven dwarfs because I wanted all of us to do that again. And I grabbed the um, Space Mountain Lightning Lane for the kids. 
so that they could do it with my son later. So they roped. So you guys rope dropped those two rides, but you also you purchased the individual lightning for Seven Dwarves, and you did um, a Genie Plus selection for Space Mountain, so you could ride again. That is make correct. sure I'm hearing that right. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. So yes, I I paid for Seven Dwarfs because I think that right is cute, and I wanted my girls to be able to do it also. Um, and so we ate, and then we went and did Mind Train with everybody. My daughter left her sunglasses on the train, and so it took us a while. It was really good to know what row she was sitting in. They were really quick about going and getting them and bringing them back. Oh, that's amazing that they found them. <laughs> they were, yeah. It was it was early in the morning. They were they were very nice to go and do that for. Her. And um, so then we went and did the People Mover, the Carousel of Progress. My kids are like hot and tired already, and it's not even like ten o'clock, oh, and we're yeah. already complaining. It was so. that week was. I mean, it was like the entire country that week. It was crazy, crazy hot. So I, I totally understand because we had a similar day that week at Magic Kingdom where it was like ten or ten thirty. We're like, mm, maybe we should go take a break. I mean, I, it sounds like we're not doing anything, but we had a really great time. So then at 1040, we went and ordered softer from Sunshine Tree Terrace. And my daughter bought the fan with the little squirty water thing. Ah, yes. Um, and then I at 11, I grabbed the Genie Plus for Peter Pan. And the return time was 430 to 530, which I thought to myself, I don't even know if we're going to be back in time. We'll see how it goes. I wanted the return times to be like later in the evening, but sure, of course, sure. it's fine. Uh, then we did the Tiki Room, and then I had grabbed Splash Mountain. I think I must have switched and grabbed Splash Mountain at 11.45 instead of Space Mountain, which I normally don't like to do Splash Mountain because I don't like to walk around wet, but literally you were wet for like five minutes and then you dried off. So after we did Splash Mountain, we actually took the ferry boat over to Wilderness Lodge. We had lunch at Whispering Canyon and my grouchy, sweaty, hot, and tired family showed up and they're like screaming in the restaurant. And my husband is looking at me like, what are you doing? Like, this is not like, why are we eating here? So it took us a little bit for everyone to kind of cool off and get some drinks for, for them to really enjoy the experience at Whispering Canyon, which yeah. they did later. It, it Good. Just, you know, when you walk in, you're like, I just want to eat. Give me something to drink. And so it took a minute yeah. for us to cool off and then warm up to the experience. But the food was great. We, you know, we ate. That's really funny. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if you're if you're not in the best mood. <laughs> that yeah. place could either like it'll make or break you. You know, like you're either going to be like, okay, this is good. I'm in a better mood. Or you're going to be like, what is this? Why am I here? And I, I think That's part funny. of it was me like surprising my family because they had no idea what they were getting into. Oh, that's even better. (laughs) I think if I had forewarned them that, you know, they're a little playful that maybe, but anyway, so that's great. (laughs) That's late plans. (laughs) Um, So then after that, I kept getting lightning lanes for later in the evening. I had canceled Peter Pan because I knew we weren't going to be back there and got one for Thunder Mountain for later that evening. But we were at Wilderness Lodge, and it's, you can, we'd have to take a bus back to like Magic Kingdom to get back. So anyway, I just ended up calling an Uber that took us to the Riviera. And so we walked over. One thing I learned when I was first getting ride shares, I noticed that when I did Uber, it never would give me a drop down for the Aruba building. And later in the trip, my husband and I noticed a couple waiting for a ride share. And my husband's like, why do we keep going to the Riviera if they can pick us up right here? And I said, I don't know. It's like, I'm not seeing that. 
Later, I noticed when I did Lyft, it does give you the option of which particular building at Caribbean Beach you want to be dropped off to. So I made sure I used Lyft if I was trying to get back to our correct building. Yeah. So Lyft is like the preferred rideshare company for Disney right. World. And so <laughs> I believe that's why. Because it's I had a similar experience forever ago at um, uh, Riverside at uh, Port Orleans Riverside, because that one also, it has like multiple bus stops, it's really spread out, like it's a similar feel as far as like how far you are from everything. And I had a similar thing where I'm like, hmm, and it's Lyft will do it where you get, you can kind of specify like, all right, this is the building I'm at. And Uber will not. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Lyft is better to use at Disney World. Yeah, it took me some time to figure out. But one of the things I would do is I would check the prices between Uber and Lyft because sometimes there is a little bit of a difference between them. Mm -hmm. um, so that was why I was using both of them. And anyway, so I ended up Lyft was better at Caribbean Beach, which I figured out after we kept walking. <laughs> after, <laughs> after how many <laughs> Uber rides? <laughs> I won't tell you how many. And then one time it was even like we went and bought some stuff. My husband was like, I carried a case of water when I literally got him and dropped off right here. So <laughs> live, live and learn. So we went back to the resort and then I was still getting Genie Plus rides for later in the day. So I grabbed Haunted Mansion. So I had three rides stacked up and we went back. Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion, and Pirates. So... When we headed back, I noticed that Thunder Mountain was down, so they gave us a multiple experience pass, so we had that to use instead of Thunder Mountain, which was fine. Uh, so we went ahead and started back to the park. I think it was about 6 o'clock, and we did Pirates, and then we rode the Magic Carpets. My kids love that ride. Again, it's not something we'd have at Disneyland, and they just think it's so cute. And the camel spit water. It, my daughter loves that. I mean, youngest thought that was so fun. So, you know, it's cute. And then we went over to the Haunted Mansion. And this is the most bizarre Haunted Mansion experience I've ever had. Oh. <laughs> a long line for people. But so your Haunted Mansion has like a door that the cast member opens to let people in. And so the door was shut and the cast member would open the door and she would ask the people standing just right in front of her, how many people in your party? They would say three. She would let them in and then close the door. I thought, well, that is really odd. I've never, usually they open the door and they let so many people in and then they, you know, they stop right, the right, line. Yeah. She did this over and over and over again. And people were like, what is going on? It didn't make any sense. People were getting very like sick feeling in line just because there were so many people kind of crammed up in you and people were leaving the line. And so my oldest daughter kind of like made her way up there and she looked at her and she said, how many? Five. And she let us through and then closed the door behind us. We get into the stretching room with maybe... I don't know, 10 other people. It was bizarre. And I mean, some people, like if she didn't stare at you and ask you how many people in your group, you could be waiting there a really long time. It was very weird. I'm not sure what- I've they, never experienced that before. I have I'm not, trying to think it, of it, it, why they might do that because they certainly aren't keeping people yeah. spaced out for COVID anymore. <laughs> so Absolutely they're definitely not. like <laughs> filling all the available space. So I'm- yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. It was, it was crazy. So then after that, we took pictures in front of the Haunted Mansion, and then we went and checked into the dessert party. I wanted to watch the fireworks, and I knew my family was not going to sit and uh, wait for a spot with me. So I'm like, great, we'll do a dessert party. You guys will I, love it. You know what? I also don't like sitting and waiting for a spot for the fireworks. So I appreciate the dessert parties. They're expensive, but I do appreciate yeah. that you get food, drinks, and you don't have to wait you know, 90 minutes with, you know, yeah. a crowd of people. So which dessert party did you do? So I 
chose the after fireworks dessert party so that we wouldn't be rushed when we left. However, they changed the park hours that day to close at 10 instead of 11 because they were doing the cast member iridescent parties. But it was fine. Like we weren't rushed at the end of it. So it was great. So we went and checked in at 745, sat on the hub grass. I ordered from uh, Casey's Corner some hot dogs and things for the kids. And then we had a great spot in the hub grass. But right before nine o'clock, they said, if you guys want to move up into the cement area where the ECVs are, you guys can stand behind them as well. So we did that. And it was great. It was a great view. Loved the show. And then we just took a couple of minutes to walk back over to the dessert party. They check you in. They walk you right to your table that's reserved. And my kids had a great time. So I will say what's nice about the dessert party that you did was people... So there are several different dessert parties at Magic Kingdom. So you pay a fee and then you get like food, like desserts, obviously drinks and reserved seating for the fireworks. The one you picked, fireworks were first. So you check in, they send you to your reserved spots. So you don't have to stake out a spot. So you get a good spot for the fireworks. Then you go and do the desserts. But that's nice because everybody just like flocks out to the buses after the fireworks. So you're kind of missing those crowds by going and enjoying your desserts after the fireworks instead of getting yeah. like caught up with all of those people. We sat there well after 10. It might have been 10, 15. They were already playing the music for the cast member parties as we were walking, at the cast member parties we were walking out. And the line to the ferry was still so long. We walked right over to our Caribbean beach bus, got on, and we were back. So we didn't wait in any line whatsoever to get out of there. Um, but those that were waiting for the ferry to go across was, it was a very long line. I was glad we weren't doing that. It was a late night, but we had a really great time. Yeah, yeah. And so would you recommend the dessert party? Do you think it was worth the money? I mean, the dessert part of it, no. I mean, it's not going to be worth that. It was, <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. It was worth it for me because we don't go to Walt Disney World very often. And so for me to be able to see the show in an environment where I wasn't crowded with people, we could kind of relax and, you know, just sit there for the whole time on the hubgrass, which we don't have at Disneyland, which I find so fun there at Disney World. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you know, like we, to us, it was like a fun experience. I definitely wouldn't do it probably every time that I went, if I went, you know, often. But to me, it was definitely worth it. And I liked the after because we were able to sit in our spot and then I could tell when they let out the people that were coming from the dessert party, it definitely was more crowded and they were trying to figure out where they wanted to sit. Mm -hmm. And some women were like, oh, you guys were smart. You did the after one. So you didn't have to kind of like fight everybody. So mm, that's, I, I enjoyed that. That's good. Okay. Was was yeah. there a lot of food? Was there like a, at least a good variety of food to choose from? I mean, there were cheese and crackers. So that's like the only savory kind of thing. And then there were lots of desserts. My son loves chocolate covered strawberries. So I'm sure he ate his money's worth of those. <laughs> He's um, like, how much was this ticket? All right, I'm going to eat yeah, that much in I chocolate covered. What's what's the price of a strawberry today? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, some of the desserts were great, some weren't, but it was fine. I mean, we, you're not buying it for the food. It's more for your spot. It's the and convenience. So it's 100%. It have it, right. Yeah, no, I right. agree with you. It's not something that I like. It's I tip, I've done dessert parties. I typically don't do them, though, because it's just not a high priority. But if I had never been or if I was planning like a once in a lifetime thing or something with somebody who had never been before, definitely the convenience because you can still enjoy the park and not have to be like, all right, we need to take, you know, 90 to 120 minutes out of our evening to stake out the spot. <laughs> for right. the fireworks. And I knew my family, they did not want to do that. It was, it's not worth it to I them. I feel that so hard. Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Okay, so late night at Magic Kingdom, you made your way back to yeah. Caribbean Beach. It's funny, my last trip report, she was like, we were waiting forever for our bus, but the Caribbean Beach buses just kept coming and coming and coming. And I heard that. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so funny. So was that your experience then? There were just nonstop buses I, for you? Well, I did not nonstop, but I ne- we never really had to wait. And there was never a line so long that I felt like we weren't going to make that bus. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was good. Then the next day was our Hollywood Studios day. So when we went to bed super late and got up really early and we were at the Skyliner by 645. So it's like we rope dropped the Skyliner. We got on and transferred and then we were heading over to Hollywood Studios at 7 a.m. So on the Skyliner, I was able to grab Genie Plus for Slinky Dog at 9.50 to 10.50. Oh, great. Oh, and you got an early yeah. time too. That's good. Yeah, that was nice. So our plan this day was again to kind of split. The girls and my husband were going to go to Rock and Roller Coaster. And then my son and I were going to go do Slinky Dog. So we, once we, and oh, and then I, while we were waiting in line to get into the park, because we were there so early, I ordered breakfast for Woody's Lunchbox at nine o'clock. And then we also bought Rise of the Resistance, because again, my kids aren't going to wait in line for a ride that we've done before. But yeah. I wanted I <laughs> the cast members at Disney World I feel are a little more in character than the ones at Disneyland. And so I really enjoy it. So I wanted to do it. Because we don't do it all the time at Disneyland. So we hadn't done it in a while. Oh interesting. I think yeah, they're great. And so we we wanted to do that. So my once we scanned into the park, we could take off and go. My husband and girl started heading towards Rock and Roller Coaster and my son and I are walking you know, past them to go towards Slinky Dog. And I see all these people turning around and walking back. And so they were yelling at my husband and the kid, not yelling, but, you know, telling him, no, 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 the rides are closed. They're both down. Well, my son and I are, are continued to walk. And then my husband's calling me and I said, no, I know I saw, but we're, we, we can't stop and wait for you. We've got to go get mine for Slinky. <laughs> so we continued to walk and they caught up to us. And they said, oh, the rides are down. And so I said, that's fine. You guys just hop in. We'll all do Slinky together. Um, so we waited there and then, you know, eight o'clock, a little bit before eight, they started the ride. So we did Slinky and then we did Toy Story Mania. And while we were in line for Toy Story Mania, I modified our breakfast order to pick it up a little bit early. So, cause my kids, everybody was hungry. And so we ate at Woody's lunchbox and then my daughter comes back from the restroom and realizes she left her phone in there. The same one that left her sunglasses <laughs> in the other ride. So How old is I she again? See- well, she's 12 so, yeah you know. that's at that age I left everything everywhere like if I was carrying yeah. a purse a bag anything I know sunglasses I left them wherever I was so yeah so poor thing she knew she was like I, you know that's not a good thing so I could see on the find my phone that her phone was still in the same area like it hadn't moved um so we were searching the bathrooms and I finally we come out and there was a cast member standing there so I went after me was like oh yes I have a phone and asked her what her screen looked like and she you know told him what it looked like described it and he went back and grabbed it for her so we were like oh thank goodness good, so like it didn't good, get good. sent yeah. to guest services because then that's like a whole oh it's a whole thing, thing. So that yeah was, that's a whole ordeal yeah and then if you miss <laughs> it then it's you're never getting it back if you have to no, fill out that no. report it's over <laughs> Yeah, that report is no. Uh-uh. So we were like, okay, that's good. Just relax. And we found it, you know. And so then we had our second Slinky of the day. <laughs> now everybody had done it twice. So we went and rode Slinky again. And then my son and I went over to Galaxy's Edge because my husband noticed that Rock and Roller Coaster was back up. So he and the girls took off. I took my son over to Galaxy's Edge. He was like hot and tired and couldn't believe that I wanted to walk all the way over there. And I said, no, let's just take some pictures together. I wanted to do the super zoom shot. So 
they were just setting it up when we got there. So we were able to do it. And that was really fun. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Tell us about that. So this is um, a fun photo pass, like a, a magic shot that you can do. Yes. Stand there and they tell you to look off on the distance at something. And then it, it takes a little video of you and it shows you and then it zooms way out. And then, you know, so... Um, it was really fun. We had a good yeah, time. Yeah, those doing ones that. are really, yeah. really cool. I don't have that. I did one of me at Magic Kingdom and it like zooms out and you see like the castle and like all the people in the hub and then it like zooms back into you. It's those are, are really fun yeah, ones. They were really fun. So I wanted to do that because that's something kind of new and fun. And then we uh, went to the Indiana Jones stunt show. Um, hadn't seen that before, so that was good. And then after that, my family was ready to go back to the hotel. Okay. <laughs> the Skyliner back. What time was it? 11.15. Yeah, I'm t- it's the heat. It's the heat. And I'm glad. I hope people are listening and taking note because I think mentally it's hard to be like 11.15. I want to go back to the hotel. But nope, if it's that hot and you're that miserable, just, just do it. Just take that break. Yeah. So we went back and everyone just kind of relaxed, took naps. And then I continued to get um, the lightning lanes for later in the evening. So I got Mickey and Minnie's and Tower of Terror and Toy Story because we had walked onto that earlier in the day. And so my son likes to do that one. And so we did that again. And then we still had rides for later that night. So then at 5.50, we went back to Hollywood Studios after resting. And so we had Mickey and Minnie's, Toy Story, Rise and Tower of Terror. So all lined up for us. Oh, great. Yes. You had a whole bunch of good rides stacked and ready to go. Right. So we did those and then we grabbed a pretzel at Baseline Tap House and shopped a little bit and that was it. And then on the way back, we took the Skyliner. We could see the fireworks show for Harmonious and then the one um, at the Magic Kingdom. You could see Enchantment as well. So that was kind of fun to see all the fireworks there. Yeah, it's fun to see the fireworks from a different different vantage. Yeah, it was really nice. So then we went back and we were all asleep by 1030. <laughs> okay. Um, early day. And so then Saturday was our Typhoon Lagoon day. I had called ahead and got an umbrella and a chair rental for Typhoon Lagoon. Okay. Talk about that a little bit. Um, I am not at all a water park person. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so you wanted to have a reserved spot, a chair, umbrella. This isn't like a full cabana, is it? This is just... No. Okay. This was... Two loungers, two regular chairs, and an umbrella. And we are a family of five. And the lady was like, well, you can only have four people over here. So I literally took a chair, set it outside the little gate, and put a towel on it and said, this is my chair over here. And other people had multiple people. But, you know, I was trying to be a rule follower. And it was like... (laughs) We never had more than four of us over there at a time. So there you go. But we always had somebody there with our stuff. And so we would just kind of, again, take turns doing the lazy river and the wave pool. So that's pretty much all we did that day. We kind of just lounged around. When you reserved the chairs um, with the umbrella, how far in advance did you have to call? And like, what were your options? So I didn't ask about the cabanas there. I just I just wanted the chair really for my husband and I to have a place to sit, figuring we would sit and then our kids would run around and do things. But really our kids were like, no, we don't like, we just wanted to do the lazy river and then come back and sit for a while. So I didn't need much, but I didn't also didn't realize it was going to be in like a little separate area that was kind of roped off that you weren't supposed to go in unless you had rented the chairs. So it they had, they have different areas 
all around the big wave pool for okay. the chairs and the umbrellas. And ours was pretty close to the front, which was kind of nice. Is the seating, like if you reserve one of these chairs, is the seating better than if you were to just go and grab a chair wherever? You know, it, some of them I thought were. Ours was in a pretty nice area right in front of the wave pool. So it's luck of the draw. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, then then somewhere behind, so you couldn't necessarily like see kids playing. Like we were right in front of the rope, so it was nice. But I'm sure you could have found other. Like we didn't walk around the park enough. But I will say that I feel like the umbrellas are a little limited, especially like closer to the water. So if you wanted to sit close to the water, you know, people were sitting in the water, so at least like the water would splash them to cool them off. I mean, it was so hot that day. So it was nice (laughs) to have an umbrella and some shade because what happened when we were at Volcano Bay. We had the shade and the umbrella, but then as the sun moves, the shade is less on you and more on the people behind you. So, you know, this was nice to have a spot. What was what was the upcharge for that? Do you remember? I think it was seventy five dollars. Okay, like seventy four and change. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Oh, so, so again, you're you're paying for convenience again, much like with the dessert party and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's the the, the convenience. Absolutely, yes. So the thing about going to the water park is that you take the bus over to Disney Springs, you get off the bus, you walk around, you get back on another bus, and it takes you over to the water park. That was a little, it was funny because like from our hotel, we would literally, we like drive past <laughs> Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, yeah. And you're sort of like, okay, like it would have been really nice if you, it was a little more convenient, but it was fine. So we were there probably, we ate like a hot dog, we didn't do too much, grabbed some ice cream. And then it was two o'clock and we started to leave. As we were walking out, they were blowing the whistles because the storm was coming. So we like perfect timing, got back on the bus, took it to Disney Springs. The rain was coming down at that point. And then it took almost 35, 40 minutes because we were staying in Aruba. We're the last bus stop. And so you stop at every other point along. (laughs) That's the worst. that that part was a little ugh, okay but it was fine so then we got back we got ready my husband and I again walked to the Riviera because I didn't know I should have taken a lift uh <laughs> took an Uber over to Walgreens because he bought that fan for my daughter the one that you need batteries for so we needed some batteries I only brought a travel size thing of toothpaste so it was like little things like that that we needed that we grabbed came back and then we got the kids and we took a bus over to Disney Springs. We had dinner that night at homecoming, which we loved. My daughter's flip-flops had come apart at the water park. And so we had gone over to Disney Springs, which was perfect. So we got her some more flip-flops. And, okay. and then then took the bus back and we were back in bed by like 10 o'clock. A lot of bus action. I can't say... A lot of bus. I can't say the bus to Disney Springs and then transfer to another bus to the water park is like my favorite thing. Much like with Volcano Bay, it's like, oh, you're in a bathing suit. I don't want to be like getting on a bus to get on another bus to, you know, sit in my bathing suit. My kids would say, like, can't we just call a lift? And I said, you guys, we're not going to pay every single time we want to go. I know. It's- <laughs> this is the first time my husband has used a car service like that. Yeah. <laughs> So I was trying to like not spend it if we didn't have to. Yeah, it's so convenient, but it adds up very quickly. And especially with five people, because you need to get one of the bigger cars. Right. So. And I think it was always between like $20 and $25 when I would call for the XL. You know, a few of those. You're you're looking at a few hundred dollars. But 
Sunday then was our Animal Kingdom day. Okay. So we, that night I had also, my husband and I were supposed to go to dinner at Sister Crows. I ended up um, modifying that and canceling it because we were just tired. Like we, we were going to bed at midnight and getting up at like 530. So I could tell like we needed some sleep. So we canceled that dinner and then got everybody up early. I bought flight of passage for my husband and my daughters. My son and I, we don't love the ride. So I thought, well, if we don't love it, I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you remember what it cost um, on this day? I know the prices can maybe, vary. Let me see. About, I think it was 12. 12 it was a, a little person. less than what I paid for the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And were you doing Genie Plus this day as well at Animal no. Kingdom? No Genie Plus this day. Okay. No Genie Plus. So this was, we'll get there early and we'll run to Navi River while everyone else runs the Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. So we did, because my family was there before we didn't do Navi River. So we, I was trying to hit the things that we, they didn't get to do the last time. So we did Navi River, and then we went over and did the safari, which they loved. And then we wanted to go do Dinosaur, but it was down. And so then we did Cali River Rapids, which we hardly got wet on. And the kids were like, oh, that was, that was easy. <laughs> you know, it's Indiana Jones is better than Dinosaur as a Disneyland yeah. person. So <laughs> it's like uh, it's just miles, miles ahead of Dinosaur. Yeah, like, my kids loved the dinosaur ride. I thought it was so funny because I hear everybody they're like, ah, they loved it. It's like one of their top rides. I'm oh, like, oh my gosh, okay. guys, you're so funny. Yeah, <laughs> they really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, already then. So then we did, um, we kind of walked through the, the jungle track and went and did that. And then it was time for them to go do Flight of Passage. So my son and I went, we did um, Expedition Everest. So we didn't have Genie Plus, and I said, well, let's go do the single rider line. My kids are really weird about sitting next to strangers in single rider lines. They don't like to, but I said, it's the only way we're riding this ride because I'm not waiting, you know, 40 minutes to ride Everest. Sure. Um, my son my son doesn't ride. So he went and watched Kite Tales, and we got on, and we were on the ride in three minutes. Awesome. And I said, see, like, this is why we're sitting next to a stranger. So then the girls were like, okay, we'll go write it again. So it took them, I think the second time, <laughs> maybe 10 minutes. So it's still really quick. But it, anyway, the single writer. Single writer for the win. So then, That's great. Yes. So then we went and they did Flight of Passage. We went and watched Nemo. And then I said, meet me back at Dinosaur so that we can try and write it. By the time they got back to us, I think it was a 45-minute wait for Dinosaur. But I was like, I, we need to do it. It's the last thing we're going to do, and then we're heading out. So we waited 45 minutes, and it was exactly a 45-minute wait. And then <laughs> we left the park, and the kids, my kids are so funny. They were like, can we go eat at the Olive Garden? So my husband's like, <laughs> so we went, we went and hilarious. Yeah. Got a lift, went to the Olive Garden, and it was probably the cheapest meal that we had all week. And the kids were stuffed with breadsticks, and they were very happy. That's really, I was just telling my husband the other day, when I was in college, I worked at um, a hotel. And I remember, like, people would come in and ask about restaurants in the area. And, you know, I'd try, I always try and name, like, local stuff. But I'd say Olive Garden, and everyone, they'd always get excited. Olive Garden, ooh, there's an Olive, like, people love Olive Garden. And I always just thought that was so funny. That I was like, you know, yeah. there's probably an Olive Garden down the street from them, but they love Olive Garden so much because everyone loves Olive Garden. So <laughs> I was just it. telling I mean, them that story the other day. So that's really funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Breadsticks and Alfredo. They that's were right. happy. So, I mean, it, it was like $80. We were like, okay, this was, it was way yeah, cheaper than most of our A fraction of what you'd spend at a <laughs> Disney restaurant. Yeah. So then we went back to the resort and it was 7.30 and I fell asleep. I think everyone else was fed by <laughs> nine, but I was, I was literally wiped out. I was wiped out. And then... So then the next day, Monday, the 20th, was our Epcot day. So 
this day I knew we weren't going to be able to come back and probably take a break because of Guardian, um, the virtual queue, because, you know, you don't get to choose what time. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't know if, one, we were going to feel ill afterwards because so many people do. And then I didn't know if my kids were going to like it. So I, I only did the virtual queue this day. So I got number 77. So we got up, got ready, headed over there. And again, I was like looking when we're there and I see all the people already lined up for Remy's. And I was like, oh my gosh, we didn't get here fast enough. My husband's like, stop, like it doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal. I'm like, okay, you're right. I just need to like reset my thinking and just enjoy the day because we're not doing Remy's because we're not waiting in this line. Yeah. And it's, you clearly had been pushing yourself so hard if you fell asleep at 7.30 the night before. So yeah, it's okay to sleep in a little bit and miss Miss Remy's. And I was, and I see, like, I love Remy. I think it's so cute. But, and I was sort of disappointed when it turned to Genie Plus because I would have paid for it and not had to worry about getting up and trying to rope drop it. You know, it's cute. I really enjoy it. It is very cute. It's it's cute. But, and it's, again, it's not something that we get to do all the time. And so I I like it. So then instead, we thought, okay, well, let's just do some of the festivals. They have um, Flower and Garden Festival going on. So my daughter wanted to buy the Spike Scavenger Hunt thing. So we did that. And we started walking around and looking at all the topiaries. And we literally walked around the entire World Showcase looking at stuff and shopping and doing all of that, which it is now hot and everyone is tired and it's 1045. And so I said, okay, we're back at Canada at this point. We've walked all the way around. And I said, let's go over to Mexico. We'll get food, something to drink and kind of cool off because I just was not feeling well. Like it was just hot. So we went over to Mexico, we ate, and then they went and rode uh, the three caballeros. I kind of stayed in the air conditioning and just waited for them and it started to feel better. And then I said, let's go ahead and go do the single rider line for test track because I wasn't going to wait. I think it was a 90 minute wait at that point. I wasn't going to wait 90 minutes. But, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, <laughs> the in cars land, that version's better. So yeah, that 90 uh, minute wait. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So, and I do the single rider line at cars all the time. So I was like, let's go do that, which was great. I mean, I think we got a line at 1218 and by 1238, like the first one of our group of five was getting. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 So then we went over, um, got some water from Connections Eatery and I uh, waited a little bit. I was meeting the owners of the agency that I work for and their family. And so we visited with them for a little bit and then it was time for us to go ride um, Guardian. So we, I think it took 20 minutes to wait for the virtual queue. So we went into Guardians. We come out and there is a thunderstorm. And so we kind of are hiding underneath a, um, I think it was a hot dog stand or something (laughs) with some other people. And everyone's sort of waiting for, you know, 20, 30 minutes it'll pass. And my son looks at his phone. He was like, this isn't going anywhere. Like this is staying for a while. So I said, okay, we need to take the Skyliner. That's how we get back to our resort. The bus situation is going to be a mess because they don't usually run buses to Caribbean Beach. And so I don't know how that's going to be. So let's just go to Connections Eatery. We'll go eat something and hopefully this will, you know, pass and then we'll be able to walk back um, or, you know, go to the Skyliner at least. Did you wait? Did you do Guardians already? Yes. So we had done Guardians. What did you guys we, think? Did anybody get sick? <laughs> Was it? No, how did it go? Not, I'm sorry. I skipped right over that. You did. They... <laughs> They loved the ride so much. They were so mad that I didn't also pay for it that day oh. so that they could ride it twice. <laughs> right. My son, who loves nothing, 
was like, that is the best ride I've ever done. And it's so um, fun. It is so they fun. They absolutely loved it. So then I was like, okay, I next time we, you know, we had two days at Epcot. I said, next time I will make sure we can do it twice. So I, I think because the storm was so miserable, like I'd forgotten all that we had done that day. It poured <laughs> rain. My, my, my husband like does not do well, like getting wet and walking in it. And it was just, I mean, I was wearing flip-flops, so my shoes and socks were fine because I was, you know, my shoes could dry in two seconds. They were all wearing socks and shoes. Their shoes were soaked. And so we had to, you know, once we got back, like, try and dry everything. So it was kind of a mess, even though I told everybody to bring two pair in case, you know, this happened. So we were prepared. (laughs) But still, like, it took a long time for the shoes to dry. We never get this much rain. Yeah. Like, we're not used to this kind of rain. I mean, we've never... It never rains like this in California, clearly, because we're in a drought. But so just the amount of rain, we waited in Connections Eatery for over an hour, and it finally let up enough for us to to walk over to the Skyliner. Um, but at that point, they still weren't running it yet. And they said, once we get it running, we still have to wait 20 minutes for the all clear before we can put people on it. Yeah, that was the issue we ran into <laughs> with, uh, with the I Skyliner. Like, Sky has been clear for so long. So we went over to Beach Club, got an Uber, and took it back to the resort. And as we were in the car going around, we could see the Skyliner was running. But still, we would have had to wait, you know, another right. 20 minutes. So it was fine. Went back to the resort, changed, dried. I tried to, like, throw the shoes in the dryer for a little bit. And then we actually had went back to Epcot that night because we had dinner at Via Napoli at 7. And I wanted to watch Harmonious. So this was our night to do that. We dried off, went back. The Skyliner was running. We watched Harmonious over by America. I'd never watched on that side, but we stayed after we watched, um, ate at Via Napoli. We just stayed right over there and watched Harmonious. While we were waiting, we, I think we got there at eight for our spot. My son wanted to go do Figment. So he and I walked over and rode Figment. He got a little Figment stuffed animal. And then we went back and watched Harmonious. It was perfect. And I had made reservations this day for beaches and cream for us to go get an ice cream. I wanted to do the kitchen thing. So that's what we did. Oh, fun. It was so fun. The, so if you're not familiar, it's the giant ice cream, like giant, giant ice cream bowl that you share. How many, do you know how many scoops are in it? I don't, I have no idea like how much ice cream is in I, it. I don't even know how many. It's, it's a lot. We'll just say that. It's a lot. It's too much. It's too. Were the five of you <laughs> able to finish it? No, not at all. Not at all. My husband was like, just we're doing this for your mom. I mean, it was literally like, we, I don't even know if we ate half of it. I love, it they're like, just, I love that your family's like, we're taking one for the team. Like we have to eat ice cream for mom. That's so funny. Well, they were kind of like, we it's just you, need mom. like a little scoop of mint chip. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys. My husband's like, nope, we're doing it. Mom wants to do this. So anyway, we did. We ordered the kitchen sink. Another family ordered it at the same time. There were four of them and they ate the entire thing. I was like, props to you. I don't know how you did that wow. because we yeah. we could not. Uh, <laughs> no. And then you, I, we just felt very wasteful at the end of it. But they were doing extended evening hours that night at Epcot. So the Skyliner was still running. Um, so that's one of the reasons I wasn't worried about it stopping and so we were able to get right back on the Skyliner and head back to the resort because I wasn't exactly sure what time the you know because the park closes at nine so I wasn't sure how long it would run past that so it worked out that they had extended park out and then the next day Tuesday the 21st was our Hollywood Studios day but my family had felt like they had done everything they wanted to do at Hollywood Studios except that we had a dining reservation at Sci-Fi Dine-In at 12.15 that my youngest really wanted to go to Otherwise, I would have tried to switch park reservations, but, you know, it's kind of a pain. It's a huge pain to switch park reservations. It really is. Yeah. So we basically slept in. We got some breakfast at the resort. The kids went to the main uh, pool and swam. 
And at 11.30, they went back to the room, showered, and threw some clothes on. And then we went over to Hollywood Studios for lunch. And then we ate at Sci-Fi, which the restaurant itself is cute. (laughs) The food was eh, but it was fun. You know, the kids had a good time. Did you get to sit in one of the cars? We did. We sat in one of the cars and we were right in the front where the screen is. It was fun. Like the experience of it is fun. I would probably go and just have a milkshake. I I don't know that I would go there for, you know, my favorite meal, but it was fine. And so I took the girls back to Typhoon Lagoon. Our park tickets were the seven day um, water park and more or whatever it was. Okay. Uh, Yeah. We did not get park hoppers. We had the one park per day plus the water park. Plus the water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because it was hot, I thought maybe we would go to the water park, um, you know, more often. So this day, I actually just took the girls back. We, from Hollywood Studios, took an Uber over to the Typhoon Lagoon. And what did your son and husband do? They went back to the resort and my husband started packing because we were switching hotels. Yes, your split, split, split stay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tomorrow's another split. Yeah, he's got a little, you know, he's good. He's like oh, very OCD and can pack and, and does that well. Probably doesn't want me there. Um, so he did <laughs> all that. just get in the way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's, he's very organized with what he does. So the girls and I went over maybe an hour and a half. And um, then we took ended up taking the bus back to our resort. I was like, we're only going to pay for the lift one way. And then we <laughs> changed for dinner. We had dinner that night at uh, Storybook Dining over at, at Artist Point at Building the Lodge. Oh, I love Storybook Dining. It, it was probably our favorite of the trip. Now, how were like the, the characters and stuff? Like how, how were the interactions? So the evil queen stays in her spot. And when you're invited to see the queen, they will come and take you over to her. But the other three characters, you know, cutely danced around the restaurant. They would come over. Um, I had my husband wear like a grumpy shirt that day. So he took pictures with him. And, you know, they went, they asked my kids to like stand up and come close to them. You know, my kids are older, so they're not really into like characters. <laughs> you know, they don't really care. They yeah. like hug them or whatever. So, you know, they would tell my kids. So it was very cute. It was like a very normal, you know pre-COVID kind of experience. It's good. Yeah. So that sounds like it's back to the traditional um, character meal where you go up, you go up and do like kind of a a more intimate photo with the evil queen. And then the other characters are just kind of dancing around the restaurant and they stop and say hi and do some photos while you're at the table. And the food was great. So it was was, like I said, even my kids, they said this was probably their favorite of the whole trip. Yeah, that I really, really like that rest. The food and the characters are both really yes. great at that one. So then when we went back, my husband and I went over, uh, dropped the kids off in the room, and then we went over to the front desk to find out the best way to get all of our stuff moved because we were going to Yacht Club the next day. And they said, well, go ahead and talk to Bell Services. They can schedule a pickup for you at a certain time. So we went out there and Bell Services said, no problem. We can be there at 7 a.m. We wanted to, we needed to get to Magic Kingdom that morning because we had a capture your moment photo shoot for my oldest daughter. Oh, fun. We needed to get the girls up. She did we have our hair and makeup done by seven so we could put everything in these bags and get them sent off. So we were up very early the next day. So that was uh, Wednesday, <laughs> June 22nd. So a little, so, a little stressful. I mean, why I planned this on our split day, I don't, I don't know. It, it was not well thought out at the time, but 
I, the reason I did it, it was because they had extended park hours at Magic Kingdom that night. And so I thought, oh, well, that's great. We'll do our split day so I get to utilize the extended park hours, which we didn't because everyone was so tired. Nobody <laughs> wanted to stay until 1 a.m. So it was, that's I funny. could have waited. But well, that, anyway, when, you have, when you're planning so many reservations and different things, sometimes like the pieces kind of fall just where they fall. It's like this is yeah. when I could get this particular thing, which means this other thing has to be on this day. And Yes, it's it's kind of like dominoes, like just, you know, one thing happens and then so other things kind of have to happen to make it all work. This is, yeah, this is our most stressful day because <laughs> so Bell Services came at seven, grabbed all of our, our bags and, and took off. Well, that morning I, um, I bought Genie Plus for, just for my three kids because my husband and I were going to just kind of relax and let the kids run around the park and ride rides, which was great. So I got Space Mountain, a lightning lane for them for Space Mountain. And then we headed to the bus stop. We got to the Magic Kingdom a little after eight. We figured out where we were supposed to check in for the capture your moment photo. And my daughter basically bought like a quinceanera dress with her and um, was taking sweet 16 photos. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask if she was celebrating something. Okay. So yeah, sweet so, 16 photos. So she b- brought like a big, <laughs> big poofy dress. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it had its own suitcase. <laughs> was it like a hundred like, degrees out too? And she's got like layers and um, tool yeah. and okay. <laughs> yeah. So she's got like the petticoat, like the giant yeah. bell thing underneath. So, well, so what we, I planned all of this. So my younger daughter had, had, had a similar color dress on. So she wore her dress to the park, but my daughter had shorts and a tank top on and that we had practiced at home how to like get her out of this <laughs> and put the dress on. Like it was ridiculous. So my husband is carrying this giant dress that weighs a ton. And one of the things that Disney does not allow is it does not allow your dress to drag. Like you can't have a train. It can't drag on the ground. Mm-hmm. So right. yes. she's five, she's five, seven, she's tall. And then we bought her like really tall four inch stiletto heels to go <laughs> with the dress so that it would lift it up enough that it would not touch the So she the wouldn't be breaking we didn't rules. want to get in trouble. We didn't want to get in trouble. I had called the photographer place. They said, I'm sure you'll be fine. Don't worry. Like, don't, you're stressing about it. It's fine. It's, you know, it's, and it's not a wedding dress. You can't have those either. Right. So, yeah. You can't do a wedding dress. And so my son said, there's like a spot over here by Tomorrowland Terrace, like a big open area. I think you can change it right there. And I said, okay, that's probably a good spot. But we'll check the bathroom because I didn't also want to drag a dress through a restroom like that just seems kind of dirty and gross. But the restroom right there by Tomorrowland Terrace is quite large and it had an area where you could plug things in because I brought the hair straightener to help with the hair since it is so hot and the humidity. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah. So my husband goes to check in for the photos and they said, oh, is she here? Can we see her? We want to check the dress. And he was like, well, no, she's not here. She's in the bathroom with these giant shoes on. She can't walk all down Main Street for, you know, too much. Right. So they come out and the lady has like this pouch of safety pens in case she has to pin the dress up, but they didn't. Um, it was great. We have some beautiful photos of her in front of the castle. I- <laughs> Somebody came over with a photo, like an autograph book, and the lady was like, "No, no, no! This is just a capture moment photo, oh. you know, not a not a princess." And people kept like tell their kids, "Like, look at the princess." I'm like, you know, that's but... kind of cool though that people thought <laughs> she's a princess. And so, for people who don't know, capture your moment is you can pay extra and have your own private photo shoot with one of the photographers, um, but you do either have to have 
a memory maker or you have to buy the photos individually. So I assume that you had memory maker for this trip. Correct. Okay. We did. We went. That's really the main reason. It's totally worth it if you have memory maker. If you don't, if you're not yeah. already willing to, you know, purchase memory maker, I don't know that it would necessarily be worth it if you have to purchase the photos individually. But if you've already paid for memory maker, I think it's a a bargain. It's like a 20, 30 minute photo shoot in front of the castle. It's really, really cool. We have 106 photos that she took that day. Wow. That's yeah. really cool. So, and, and, and they did it in multiple areas. It was, it was great. So after that, my husband and I left the kids at the Magic Kingdom and I told them, you guys have a lightning lane for Space Mountain. Go ahead and ride that. We're going to go drop the dress off at the Yacht Club at the Bell Services and then we'll come back because we had lunch. I believe it was at 1145. So he and I take off. We drop the dress off and in the bus there, we decided to try. He finally had a cell phone because he had had it the whole time. He'd been locking it up in the safe. We tried to do the um, the double lightning lanes for the kids that day. Oh, did it did it work? It did. So he got Thunder Mountain for them at 235 and I was able to get Haunted Mansion for them at one o'clock. Awesome. So yeah, so we had came back the kids. It was cute. They had done a little photo session with a photographer over in Tomorrowland. And so those photos popped up on my phone. I thought that was sweet that they did that mm-hmm. for me. because they knew, they knew I wanted some family photos <laughs> of the three of them. And then we had lunch at Skipper Canteen, which was great. Now, we couldn't take a break this day because our room wasn't ready at Yacht Club. So this was our long kind of this day. This is the, the hardest so, part about split days is if, you, yeah. if you're somebody who takes <laughs> a break, stuck. yeah, the odds of yeah. you getting that break are pretty low. Right. And so we did, after lunch, we did the hack again. And um, I got Pirates at 320 and he got to the Speedway for 150. So then we kind of just let the kids, we sat over by the Rapunzel restrooms where you can charge your phone and we sat there and they kind of went off and did some of their rides at three o'clock. He and I went over, well, just before that, I guess two o'clock, we went over to Pecos Bills, grabbed a snack to sit there and watch the parades that came by. And then the kids found us. And at that time, I noticed that our room was ready. So this was about four o'clock. Oh, hooray. (laughs) Yeah, it was It's such a great Um, feeling. (laughs) I know. We had dinner that night. I think it was at 5.55. So we didn't have a lot of time to go back. But we did anyway. So we took off. We went over. At least that way we could get our bags to our room and put our stuff kind of away a little bit before. you know, So we didn't have to do it when we came back that night. Yeah, you don't want it to be like midnight and you're trying to like unpack and find your toothbrush. And yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. So we went back to the resort and the kids were like, wow, this room is really nice. Why couldn't we stay here the whole time? (laughs) I mean, it was so much larger than the Caribbean beach room. You just felt like you had so much more space. Now, was this a standard, what type of room did you have at Yacht Club? So I asked for, I asked for a garden view room, which it did have a view of the garden, but if you were standing out on the little terrace, you could see the whole little lagoon, lake, whatever it is out there, where the kind of the lighthouse is. So mm-hmm. we could see that it was beautiful. The room was beautiful that they have for the fifth person, the couch that you flip and then it turns into a bed on top. So it's really easy. It doesn't take up a lot of space and I didn't have to like move her to get to drawers and stuff. So it's much more convenient. It was nice. It was beautiful. We loved the resort. I have to say, though, it was much louder. I heard people. I never heard one person at Caribbean Beach. And we Mm. had twins next door to us, like little baby twins. Yeah. I never heard a sound. Yacht Club was very, very loud. I heard the child next to us. I thought it was a dog for the first night, but it's not. It was a child who barked. Um, A child who barked. (laughs) 
it was that's funny it was at 6 a.m i mean it's not funny when you're the one lying in your bed (laughs) listening to a child barking while you're trying to sleep that was exactly everyone else in my family was sleeping and i was like is this a kid or a dog like it took me so long to figure it out so it was a little louder you know noisier but i wanted my kids to have one resort day and so that i figured we'd end here at the yacht club and you know we'd give them a chance to swim and stuff so uh we went back and they rode winnie the pooh and we rode Ariel together. It wasn't a long way. We just walked on. And then we watched the fireworks from Gaston's Tavern back in the back. You could see all the fireworks going off. So that was nice. And then we left. Nobody, you know, wanted to stay for extended park hours. So we just went to sleep. And then we had Epcot the next day. This was going to be our final park day. Okay. Final park day at Epcot. Now, are you doing both the virtual queue and purchasing the Lightning Lane for uh, Guardians? Yes. So we wanted to do both. And I wanted to get, I went ahead and bought Genie Plus this day because I wanted to ride Remy. Okay. (laughs) So my husband got up with me at, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, what's your strategy? Because you've got a lot of things going on here. So what was your strategy? He gets up with me and said, I told him, you go ahead and keep refreshing because he doesn't really do stuff like that very often. So I was like, you keep refreshing, do this, and then go ahead and grab Remy for me. So I get on right away. I get a virtual queue or virtual boarding group for um, Guardians. I got group 76 this time. So I'm still pretty far down. Um, And then I was able to purchase it between 9 and 10 a.m. My husband is scanning and it's never lighting up for him to do Remy. So I go in and I'm able to get Remy's for 4.55 that afternoon. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Like it wouldn't work. It was already at 4.55 first thing in the morning. This was like 7.01 a.m. Oh, yes. my goodness. I mean, we did all this in, in a matter of seconds. And then he went back to sleep. The kids were still sleeping. And this is when the child was barking next door. So I <laughs> stayed there and, and just made coffee and sat out on the very warm balcony. I hate to laugh, but that's just too funny. <laughs> it, it was it was, it was just, because they, they, the reason I thought it was a dog is because they let dogs at Yacht Club. And so, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a dog or a human. That's um, why, why it was a I confused. have a child who barks. Who, sometimes she <laughs> meows. Other times she barks. So, I mean, I get it, but it's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would think at like 6 a.m. I don't know. You might yeah, the parents would be like, hey, bad. be quiet. Yeah. No, <laughs> Quit no. barking. <laughs> It was interesting. So then we got up and it was about 10 o'clock. My husband and I, or 10.30, my husband and I tried both again to get the, the two lightning lanes, but I don't know. We were just like frazzled. We just had a hard time. I know you had mentioned sometimes I had two screens to go through and he had three and we couldn't coordinate how many screens he had and it was getting too confusing. Yep. And I said, you know what? It's fine. I don't care. Um so we said, forget it. So we went downstairs, grabbed breakfast, had it in the room. And so we didn't leave until 1130. Um, we took a friendship boat over to Epcot just because the boats are right in front of our resort there. And we, my son wanted to do Guardians back to back. So he wanted to do the virtual boarding group first because you have to wait in a longer line and then, you know, get off and then go do the lightning lane. Now, our lightning lane was from 9 to 10 a.m. So obviously we have missed it at this point. But I said, it doesn't matter. Like we paid for it. They're, it's, it's fine. So we went over, we did the virtual queue, checked in. And then when we went back, we got a drink of water and I waited like five minutes before we went and did this again. <laughs> um, it was like a little much. And then we went right back on and did it. But so as we scanned in, we all turned blue, but they just looked up 
called your name out and go, okay, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. So it was fine that we had paid for it and went later, you know, because you don't get to pick your time. And so we wanted it 9 a.m., but that's right. the time that we got. So I haven't had a missed, I personally have not had a missed like paid lightning lane, but from what I understand and from people I've talked to, the cast members are, are cool about it. They understand like yeah. it's tough when you don't get to, to pick an exact time. It can be tricky. Or if you have dining right. reservations or things that overlap, um, yeah, it can it can make things difficult. So from what I understand, I've not heard of anyone saying like, oh, no, they turned me away. Right. Yeah, they're fine. And so that was nice. And then after that, we got something to eat. We, I wanted to enjoy the festival booth, but it was just so hot. I couldn't wait in the line. And frankly, when it's this hot, I don't even feel like eating. Oh, I'm the same way. Yeah, exact same uh, yeah. way. We, we went to Japan. We got one of the shaved ice. And then we said, we just need to go to the resort. I mean, we were just, I, we just felt sick. We were just so hot. So as we're going back, we got in line for the friendship boat. I remember that we had the lightning lane for Remy's that was at 455. And I was like, I don't even care. I, I felt so oh, awful. No. That was the one you really wanted to do, too. And you were so hot that you didn't even care anymore. I didn't even care. But we had dinner that night at La Hacienda de San Angel. So we went back for dinner. And then after dinner, I think it was 830. I said, you know what? Let's just go ask and see if they'll let us ride Remy's. So we walked back over there and I you know, asked the cast member. I, I said, is there any way we can ride this? I had it for earlier, but we just we didn't feel well. It was hot. I just needed to go back to the resort. And he was like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. So we let us right in, which I thought was super sweet because obviously they don't have to let you do that. We right. missed it and I understand that, but that was nice of them. So we got out, we took pictures right there in front of the ride and then it was nine o'clock. And so as we're walking out, Harmonious is going off and we took the friendship boat back, which actually goes to Boardwalk first and then the two yacht club. So it was nice. We could watch the fireworks all the way around. And then they, we went back to the resort. We were there by 945 and the girls decided to go for a swim and the pool closes at 11. So they got to swim for about an hour or so. So that was nice. Was this, and this you, you said was your last park day. That was our last park okay, day. Okay. So the next day, is this just like a rest day at the yes. resort? So what do you guys do on this so, day? This was the day that we woke up and took COVID tests. So we could make sure we could go on our cruise that oh we my had gosh. scheduled for the next day. So stressful. Okay. So <laughs> I had to do this um, a few months ago and I don't know if, if it's changed, but it's incredibly stressful. I had to do a PCR or a NAT test. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And it had to be with between like one and three days before the cruise. Is that what you had to do? So we were able to do a rapid test. Oh, you could do a rapid was, test. Okay. Yes. That's yes. so we much less stressful. We could all do the rapid test 24 to 48 hours before. And we're, you don't do it at the port any longer. You're doing it in your home. I had ordered tests through EMED before we even left for this trip. And so I carried them with me. I had like a COVID suitcase that had, you know, like all of our tests and mm-hmm. masks and whatever else we thought we would need. And so I was able to do it. We we had done a cruise a few months before with the same test. So I was familiar with how the process worked. So it was easy. So I did mine. My husband did his. We both came back negative. Then we got the kids up and did theirs. So that was nice to like have that done because the day prior on that Thursday, my parents, 
And my sister, her husband and her four kids had flown into MCO and they were already at the port because they had flown in a day before because we were all doing the cruise together. Okay. So, you know, we were all fingers crossed that we would all be able, like everyone's testing. There were 13 of us. So it was a lot. Yeah. This sounds just like my cruise where we were all like, oh God, <laughs> like everyone's testing and stuff before. And just, you're like, someone's, someone's not gonna be able to go on the ship. I know it. Someone's not gonna be able to go on the ship. It's well, so I mean, stressful. My brother-in-law's like, I have to go to Virginia for work. So he's flying and traveling. And, you know, everyone has to live their life and yeah. do their thing. So it, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. thankfully, we were all we were all good. It so, worked out. Now, how do they how do they verify the test results if you're just doing like an at-home rapid test? So they're watching you, though. You get on um, kind of like a Zoom. So they're watching you take the test. Oh, you sit there interesting. You 15 minutes. You okay. show them the results and then they email you like their official results that you then upload to the Safe Passage website for Disney. Gotcha. Okay. So very different than when I went on a few months ago. Yeah. Do you do like a so Zoom this- call and like swab your nose in front of somebody? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. don't and test you at the port. So like you didn't no. have to go through the weird like black yeah. tents that I, I was like, this is eerie and unsettling. <laughs> and then, no, which is nice because okay. like my family knew before they even left California that they could get on the cruise ship, mm-hmm. you know, and on the Facebook group for our cruise, like a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, my three-year-old tested positive. I had no idea that they were sick. And so it, there was a lot of like emotion. I, going into that. yep, same, the same thing with mine. It was I person yeah, after person sad. were like, yeah. hey guys, sorry, we, we're dropping out. You know, my husband tested positive or I tested positive. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it was incredibly stressful. So I'm glad everybody, but, cause you had a big group. I'm glad everybody tested negative yeah. though. That, that worked out. Yeah. So then that day, the kids, we just swam. We had lunch at Beaches and Cream. I believe it was at 1.30. And then right after lunch, we went right back in the pool. And then at 3.20, they blew the whistle because of the lightning. And I had told the girls once they are done, you know, the storm passes, we can get back in. But again, my son is like the weatherman. He was like, nope, it's not passing. And he was like, <laughs> like, it rained all the rest of that night. You've got like Doppler Dan over here <laughs> keeping you up to date on the storms. Yeah, he's good at that. Um, so anyway, we had dinner that night, though. So at 7.15, I called a minivan to come pick us up at the Yacht Club, even though they're not officially, or they weren't at that time officially going, I think they are now, to take us to Hoopty Doo. Ah, so you were able to get a minivan. Yeah. So I asked the minivan driver, um, because I'd really like to have done this on other days, especially when we had my daughter's dress, but it never popped up on my phone until I went into the Yacht Club. So I said, are you only letting deluxe resort guests like get the minivans? And he said, Oh no, every day we add it to a few more people, you know, to their account, which I don't know if that's true or not, but he said, we're only about 80% of the resort guests that can see it on their phones. But I just thought it was odd that I never saw it at Caribbean beach holding at yacht club. Have you done minivans before? Like have you? No. So I have, and they are hard to get no matter what. I will, I'll tell you that. Like I have done minivans a number of times and sometimes like it, like you will do it and it'll be like searching, searching, searching. They're hard to get. So if they aren't at like full capacity, I can see why they wouldn't want to add them to, to every guest. Um, account just yet because they are they can be really really tricky to get to get even though they're expensive that makes sense because when we tried to leave hoopty do it did the searching 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 and mm-hmm. finally i'm like forget it just hop on the bus we'll go to wilderness lodge and yep. get a look i've there. given up on okay, minivans yeah. so many times yeah. <laughs> when it's like but searching it was, searching it was great because the 
driver showed us like if you took a regular Uber or a Lyft where they would have to drop you, would you have to take that internal bus like towards the back? Mm-hmm. But he drove us right over to that internal bus stop right next yep. to Pioneer Hall. Yep. That yeah, was lovely. The, the minivans can go places. And same with Magic Kingdom. The minivans can drop you off right like where the buses do, like right in the front. Right. Whereas if you were to just take a regular Lyft, they drop you off at Ticket and Transportation Center. And then you have to take the monorail or a boat. So the minivans are really, really great. And they're fun because they play like themed music depending on where you're going. Like, oh, if you're going to Magic Kingdom, they'll play like Magic Kingdom music. It's just, it's fun. And you get a cast member who's like knowledgeable. I like to grill the minivan drivers because they're so knowledgeable. You know, like, why couldn't we see this before? So they were great. And Hoopty Doo was phenomenal. My kids loved it. It was ah, a great yes. way Hoop-de-doo's to end the trip. back. Yes. 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 It was great. It was great. Um, so we, by the time we got back to the resort, I think it was 11 o'clock. And then it was like after midnight by the time we went to sleep. That next morning, I had breakfast at Kate May Cafe with the kids. It was like 7.30 from my husband. And we were still so full from Hoopty Doo. Like, we barely ate. But this was <laughs> great that we did eat. But we, like, I wasn't sure how, like, when our next meal was going to be with, like, getting to the port and doing all of that. But Did you each, like, have your own bucket of fried chicken? You know what? What I... It was so much like the bread and my kids with the macaroni and cheese and everything (laughs) else. It it was a lot. It was a lot of food. Yeah. So then that we had the same car service that had picked us up from the airport come and pick us up from the yacht club and drive us out to Port Canaveral. How long was your cruise? It was seven nights. Seven nights. Okay. So I don't want to get into like the whole night by night with the cruise, but I would love to hear an overview of your cruise so what um what ship were you on so we were on the fantasy we did the eastern caribbean so we stopped in tortola and saint thomas and then castaway key we had my parents sailed concierge so that we could get a cabana on castaway because there's only one grand cabana that holds you know a group larger than 10 okay so you talking about those chairs at the water park reminded me of my cabana where there were like (laughs) 17 of us and they were like it only holds 10 and so we right. were all like trying to slip in and out and the customers 100% knew what I was doing but I was like right. we, we're always at 10 we're never going over yeah. 10 <laughs> so you reminded <laughs> so me of that yeah so that's why we needed the grand were you able to get the the grand cabana yes we, did. Oh, we awesome. got the, which which was great it, it's the very last one on the end I believe it was number 21 the only problem that I had with it was the water was going away as the tide went out. So when we first got there, the kids were able to swim right in front of the cabana. And then by the end of the day, there was no water. Like You had to walk past several cabanas. So that was a little disappointing, but it, it was, it was fine. Like it was nice to have a place to sit and the kids could all kind of play right in front of us, which was great. My oldest daughter and I went out and snorkeled like in the wave bar snorkeling thing, which I have to say, if you are not a good swimmer, that is far and it is very tiring. Both of us were exhausted by the time we swam all the way out there and did all that. Was this just like with the snorkel gear they provide with the cabana? Yes. So with the cabana, you get the snorkel gear, you get some wraps, you get some sand toys, which was nice. You're on a private beach. You're not on like the public... You know, I say public, but like it's not shared with you're the rest with of the family cruise. Beach. Yeah, 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 you're not at the family beach. But then you kind of miss being part of that. 
because they had activities and things going on for the teens that my daughter kind of wanted to do, but she was so far away that she, by the time walked over there, had kind of missed all of that. We didn't really get to see any of the characters because they don't come all the way out to the last cabana and out there. Um, so that, you know, you kind of have to decide what you want your experience to be. Do you want to be kind of like off by yourself alone, private, or do you want to feel like you're part of that, you know, experience of what's going on? Right. I loved the cabana because I'm all about like, I want to sit in the quiet. I want, I don't want to fight for a chair. I liked that it included so much stuff, but it's expensive. So like it really, it has to be something that's in your budget and you have to be a psycho about like getting online and reserving the cabanas because they fill up in seconds. Right. And I think the total for our, the grand cabana was $1,200, which we're splitting between the three families. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, if you can, you know, you have families to split it with. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes it a little, you know, a yeah, way more affordable. Yeah. I have to say this. So, this is our first Disney cruise. We've cruised other cruise lines. My kids had a wonderful time. My 16 year old was crying on the last day. She had met so many wonderful friends and was so sad to leave. They really loved the kids' programs. I think my husband was kind of Disneyed out by the time we had done all the park days and then like more Disney on the cruise. Mm-hmm. He's like, he said, I don't really need to like meet Mickey Mouse every night. <laughs> Um, so you, you know, that I probably, we probably could have done, if you didn't do the parks and just did this, you would maybe appreciate the Disney aspect of it more. But I have to say, like, people always say, oh, like, once you cruise Disney, you won't want to cruise other lines. We really didn't feel that way. Like, I, we cruised Royal Caribbean. We loved them. We thought their staff was amazing, too. So I wouldn't say if you can't afford a Disney cruise, you're not getting a good cruise experience. Because I think other places are, are fine. I mean, the food was was probably better than some of the other cruise lines. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was yeah. fine. Like we had good meals and bad meals, just like we have on other cruise lines. My parents, my sister and husband did Remy's. They absolutely loved it, said it was phenomenal. The All the adults did Palo for brunch, which we thought was good. But I don't want people to feel like you're missing out on a cruise experience if you can't afford to do Disney because it really, it is a lot more. It's so much more. I booked, and it it's is. actually a year because it's my, for my birthday next summer because I turned... 40 next summer. So I'm like, all right, I need to not you. I'm like, I need to not be in my house doing laundry on my 40th birthday. So I booked a cruise and I was shopping around. I ended up doing Royal Caribbean. So we go, my birthday is actually tomorrow. Um, So a year from tomorrow. Um, But so we're doing Royal Caribbean and it's a fraction of the price of the cruise that we did, the Disney cruise. I mean, a fraction I would say maybe four, the Disney Cruise is maybe four or five times more. Now, we did go yeah. over the holidays, so that's why it would be so much more. But I mean, even if it's double, it's a huge price jump. Huge. It is. It is. And my kids had a great time on Royal Caribbean. They had fun in the kids club. Um, they thought this was a little more kid-centered, which is Disney, so I expect that. But, you know, if you if you can't afford a Disney cruise, that's okay. You can do whatever cruise line. You'll still have a great cruise experience. Yes. So yeah. um, that was kind of like our takeaway after it. My husband was like, it was nice, but we, we will still do other cruise lines. We're not like sold and only have to do Disney. Like we're fine doing all of that. Right, so. okay. No, that's a good, I like it, a good honest review. I I, I, agree. I thought Disney was great. My mom, on the other hand, was like, mm, I've done other cruise lines. I think there are some other ones that are better. But, you know, my mom is, you know, I have younger kids. She does not. So for her, like, I guess it wasn't quite, it wasn't the same, you know, it didn't have the same impact for her. Whereas like, I'm watching my kids right. do this stuff. So right. well, and that's my, my sister, she's got younger kids. So it was nice 
for her to feel like her kids all had things to do. Whereas our kids are older. And so I don't have to have them in a kids club. They can kind yeah, of run they can around just, and, yeah, and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also have an older one who was just doing his own stuff on the ship and didn't go to the kids club area. So yeah, no, totally. I totally get it. Right. So we had a great time. A yeah. seven night cruise though. <laughs> That's, so how long was your trip in total? So it's 27 days. We're actually still here in still- Florida and we fly out <laughs> We fly out tomorrow. We rented a house. We're just relaxing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. So yeah. other than the 16th birthday, were you like celebrating something big or was this just like, we need to leave our house now? <laughs> the cruise was a gift, like a Christmas gift that my dad had given all of us like a year and a half ago. So that was supposed to be last summer, but we pushed it off because of COVID because this was the first cruise that my brother-in-law and his family had done. And so I didn't want their first cruise experience to be like wearing masks. And, and all of that kind of stuff. So we pushed it back to the summer. And then we had already planned after we did the cruise that my husband and I would rent this house and stay um, at the beach for a week. And so we basically took that summer, added it with some park days and so made it a little bit longer. My husband's an educator, so he gets the summers off. So that's why it makes it. <laughs> this is our vacation, you know, in June and July. Are you ready to go back to reality after four weeks on, you know what? on vacation? We've- We've enjoyed it, but I'm like, I watch my little dog. I know he's like ready for us to come back. So um, <laughs> we are, we're, we're ready. We're ready. We're, it's been, you know what, my kids, they they love it in Florida. They, they've had a really good time. We've had a great time. So great. yeah, back to reality tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for sharing your trip with me. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Another big thanks to Jamie for taking the time to chat with me. She was actually still on her vacation when we talked. Um, So I appreciate her taking so much time out of her trip and away from her family to talk to me, to share everything, to give you guys all these great, great, great tips. So I'm going to put a whole bunch of stuff in the show notes, um, information about laundry at Disney World. She touched on that. We didn't dive too much into it in our conversation, but there's a website you can use. I'll put that on there. Um, Universal Links, Disney Links, um, Caribbean Reach Resort, uh, Disney Cruise stuff. I'll put all that in the show notes. I'm going to put, she shared some some really cute photos. So if you're interested in the, um, the Capture Moment photo shoot that she did with her daughter, she was kind enough to share some photos. So uh, check those out. Super cute. Uh, and I'm also adding a photo of the uh, Chocolate Emporium that we talked about at Universal, just because it's such a weird building. So um, I went ahead and threw a photo of that in the show notes as well. Before we signed off, I wanted to share a quick tip that somebody sent in. This tip is from Brittany. She says, if you're trying to get multiple lightning lanes in the morning, such as Genie Plus, a purchase lightning lane, and a virtual ride queue, set up the world clock on your phone And make sure you have somebody else in your group with their phone ready to go as well. So she's right. Um, That is a really, really good tip. So what you would want to do is have the world clock set up on your phone uh, so that way you can make sure before 7 a.m. you can, you know, be back in the My Disney Experience app to refresh. But also have, if you've got somebody with you, have a partner, have somebody ready with you at 7 a.m. And make sure you discuss it ahead of time. So, you know, make sure that person's in charge of virtual queue. So that's their goal. They're going to get that Guardians of the Galaxy virtual queue um, spot right at 7 a.m. 
And then your job is going to be, you know, to grab that individual lightning lane or to grab that genie plus ride. That's a super high priority. So sometimes, you know, tag teaming it is definitely the way to go. So Brittany, that's a really, really great tip. Um, I'm trying my best to get Kurt more uh, involved in my Disney experience. Currently, he just wants me to do everything. So I'm working on getting him to help me out so that we can uh, take advantage of this tip. So thank you, Brittany. Um, if you have a tip you want me to share, there's a link in the show notes where you can send me your tips. If you want to be on the show, there's another link for that as well, where you can leave me a voicemail message and apply to be on the show. Otherwise, we have an upcoming episode where Kurt and I are going to discuss uh, Magic Kingdom rides, whether or not they are scary. I interviewed my five-year-old and she had some ridiculous answers. And I also asked you guys um, as well in my Facebook group about rides that are scary or not scary. So we're going to go over that. Um, I do have an upcoming trip for the Halloween party in August. But uh, otherwise, I will see you guys in the parks.